This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of Celtic Rovers TV, the Boz and Bobbin podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. On today's show, we will look at the latest news around Celtic Football Club, match stats and match reaction to yesterday's 1-0 victory against Morrowell. Celtic's growing injury list is coming a major concern for Celtic manager and silent protest inside the stadium. I look ahead to Wednesday's game against Ross County and we will talk about today's Conference League draw against Norwegian side Bodo Glitt. Firstly, though, we'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs and uh, Hamilton Xmas through the piece. Thanks very much, Paul. Uh, quick shout-outs to Tim Aloy of Glasgow Green, Rich and his family, Campsy boys recently lost his mum, and also we joined United Ireland, who, you know, in the podcast a few times, I'm going to mention him again later in a minute, but he's got a couple of bits of bad news at the weekend, so hopefully they've all got... Yeah, bye. I mean, it's a tough time for people at Christmas and mm-hmm. that, especially when they're. But we know that you guys are getting food, Paul. Know what I mean? So hopefully they'll get a wee bit of peace for Christmas and and just to get their chin up and enjoy themselves. Mhm. Uh, Celtic are close to green a deal for uh, Frontiers, uh defensive midfielder William Hetty, the 24-year-old, met with club chiefs last week, where he expressed his desire. To move to Scotland, Celtic will also continue talks with Yokohama for forward Dijon Mira and Gambo Osaka midfielder Yokosuke Ideyushi. It's understood that they are working on these deals and Celtic are keen to get these players signed up and in the door already transfer window starts in January. The Celtic board have sent a letter of complaint to Scottish FA last week about comments from head referee uh, Crawford Allen. The head of the the Referees Association spoke last week on BBC about the referees Bobby Madden and Linesman's mistake as they got Kyogo's goal wrong, according to the the head of the Scottish FA. We will look at this closely and we will monitor the response from the Scottish FA if there will be any. And of course, Big news today is that Celtic will travel to Norway to face Bordeaux Glimt in the Conference Conference League. Mark and myself will talk about this a little more into the short where we will look at a more detailed view about the Norwegian side. Firstly though, moving on to Celtic versus Mudwell. So yesterday we saw, saw how light our squad was again against Mudwell as the Hoops had no recognised striker in the starting eleven. David Tomble played as a false number nine. Celtic won the game with a 
at Parkhead after a well-drilled set play please between Torbell McGregor Roderick also who also got the only goal of the game the scoreline didn't tell the whole story as Celtic won full control of the game a brilliant double save by Joe Hart was the only chance Mudwell really had another day Celtic could have had a 5-6-0 and Roger could have had a, a hat-trick the stats of the game yesterday was shot Celtic had 26 to Motherwell's 9. On target we had 7 to Motherwell's 1. 72% possession to Motherwell's 28. 611 passes to Motherwell's 242. 85% accuracy to their 56. 10 fouls, 14 to Motherwell. 2 yellow cards to all, none to Celtic. Roger had more shots in goal with age followed by Mickey Johnson with six and Torben Avedar with both three. Carver Vickers had the most passes with 89, followed by Starfeld at 78 and Ivanovic at 71. Mark, again, it's a, it, it, was, it was a game, Mark, where another opposition goalkeeper seemed to have another great day uh, against Celtic yesterday, wasn't it? I did, Paul. Mother made a few good saves there. Uh... And I was actually surprised, Paul, that we made so many chances. But considering mm-hmm. what you're saying here, we played Turnbull up front. And I thought Turnbull mm-hmm. I thought Turnbull played well considering he was playing out of position, but I was surprised that we I was surprised that we did make so many chances considering we didn't have a kind of recognised striker. And their JFP saying on the live chat it could have been six nothing, but it could have been as easily one each. It was one of their kind of games, but I mean but, uh, Forrest missed a sitter and that but as you said, Motherwell had a good, maybe a good wee spell in the first half, but apart from that, Celtic dominated the game again. I thought um, Joe Hart again, Mark, showed his importance to, to Celtic with that double saver. Unbelievable uh, reactions back again to him. I've said in my book, my player ratings, Paul, I've, I've said that, for me, that's a world-class save. Mm-hmm. Any save for about one of the top keepers in England, or that full of that kind of double save, the they're getting raved about for it, do you know what I mean? It really was. It shows you again, as you say, it shows you how important Joe Hart is to the to the team, do you know? And even Mark, he seems to be playing more regular now since he's kind of into this the, the defensive midfielder role. And we, we know Andrew's looking at this kind of role in signing this lad from from Japan in Hayoshi. He, he's, he's going to be kind of a defensive midfielder. He's not really going to be a left-back, Mark, do you get me? He can play left back, but that's his main position. It's going to be very hard, Mark, to dislodge Bison at the moment to where he's playing. You know? I don't, no, I don't think there's... I, I've said it before, Paul. I think Beaton... You can't fault him when he's playing on that central defensive midfield mm-hmm. role. I mean, Chris passing that thing yesterday again, Mark, was just... I, I, just he made, I mean, he made some... There was a few silly straight passes he made, but that really, again, that's, that's just nitpicking. That really is, but... It's just, I keep saying it, as long as Ange gets out, he said that he's not a centre-back, we can rely on Beaton to be a, be a good, solid player for us in that position when he's called on. I just, I think somebody, maybe the Japanese boy coming in will maybe take his place. I'm still waiting to get McCarthy up first-team ready kind of thing, which I think as well, I mean, McCarthy must be... McCarthy's not really put a foot wrong, Paul, over the last couple of appearances he's put no. in. So it shows no, you how well it, it shows you how well Beaton's showing up in training and performing in the team that he's kind of I suppose even keeping McCarthy out the team now. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the goal, Mark. Yeah, it was obviously well worked. It, it was it was done on on the training pitch, obviously, but you could see leadership by by Cal McGregor in Ted and Tom Bill that we can take this I, off now. I didn't know this training ground. I didn't know it started mm-hmm. first. There was somebody on their live the live chat that said to watch it again and see McGregor train kind of thing. I never noticed it mm-hmm. at the time, but. It's one of the things we've always... Paul, we don't seem to be able... Well, again, that's kind of improved, I thought, a bit of defending set-pieces, but with no imagination and our offensive set-pieces. Like, Mark, these are clever players. Aye, I know, and that just be, shows you... Yeah. Got, they're capable of working these things out and executing them. So it's a kind mm. of another string to our bow for starting to punish teams through our set-pieces. Rather than just having, like, the, the normal... Somebody just coming up and seeing if they can bend it around the wall. No, I mean that did show a bit of imagination. It was something a bit different. It was, yeah. Like even McGregor knew that Roderick was going to be running in behind him. Like, like he was at the back post. Do you know what I mean? He was being marked at the back post, Roderick. And the way he just cut in Denmark into the the, the centre of the box and, and to execute that, place the ball with, with a crowded because it was a crowded box, Mark. It was just people in. It was a great finish. It was like, a, it was I mean, even it was a great the way actually, Tristan, the way yeah. you, the, the, work, the move was good enough, but it was a great finish for Rogic as well. Mm-hmm. Now, to think, Mark, that the, the, the big thing about yesterday was another injury. James Farr was going back off, and it was another blow. But when I was listening to Andrew's comments, Forrest wasn't really fit yesterday, and the reason he played is because. Mickey Johnson had a kind of a, a tight muscle, so that's why they thought they might get about I'd, 45 minutes on the JV. I was maybe planning a half feet, getting a half feet out of them. Half time of each, but then Mickey Johnson seemed to kind of tighten up then as well. That's why they took him, because we were kind of questioning that substitution when when he brought on, uh, when he put Ivanovic out on the right wing. Right. Johnson took a bit of, he was... His leg was tightening up. I didn't know that, to be honest, Paul. I thought mm. it was more like a tactical No, he was actually... I said it that um, they, they were planning to bring him on maybe around the 50th minutes, rest Jamesy then, and this is, but with Jamesy going off so early, they had to take... I know people are kind of off. panicking a bit and moaning a bit about it, Paul, but Andrew said himself, he, he's used to dealing with this when he goes into clubs. As I've said, mm-hmm. I said it to you, Paul, I expected, he's, I didn't expect him to be, I thought it would have been maybe like sept- August, September we were picking up all these injuries with the, the change in the intensity of the playing system and the change in the intensity of training. But it's just, it's, you know, it's just really getting these players used to playing and training at that high level. And as Anne says mm-hmm. as well, it's, you've got a game at the weekend, you've got a midweek game, a game at the weekend, you've got a, do you know what I mean? The games are constantly coming and the players are still training as hard as, I mean, that's bit from what I've heard and from what even the players are saying, Paul, they train as hard as they play in games, that's mm-hmm. the intensity exactly. yeah, a, And that's what you want, Mark, you know what I mean? You want, I mean, here's a, intensity I, I, training. I was, I was thinking about this like, the other night. We talk about injuries there. Uh, here's one for you, Paul. How do you think Scott Brown would have reacted for another season working under Ange? I don't think he would have, Mark. You don't think Scott you know, Brown I, would have I, handled it? I don't think so. I don't think so, because when we played against Aberdeen, and you could see Scott Brown pulling uh, up... I'm talking about if he'd been, if he'd been training. Yeah. 
maybe this, yeah. maybe this year, maybe I've been a bit, but imagine like even a train, Scott Brown, that trains oh. and works that hard learning to play under range. And who wants that intensity? Aye, aye. You know I, mean? I just, there was someone that came in at my head the other night just thinking, I wonder if... Do you think maybe that's why he was at his prime, Mark, with Brendan Rodgers? That we had this kind of similar intensity of training with the likes of Davises and John Kendy walking closely there, that we had these experts in the wrong Brendan Rodgers, Mark? Do you think that's maybe when we saw kind of the best football under Scott Brown was under Brendan Rodgers? It maybe have been, but I think the penny kind of dropped for him under Ronnie. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, because he changed I, the whole diet. I think him. a lot of what Ronnie done helped Scott Brown a lot, and then Brendan Rodgers done what he done. He well, a lot of what he done at Celtic, he took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, just want to talk about uh, the partnership, Mark, at the back. Uh, again, look, this is no thing to well. She's done well since he came in, but you could see how solid Vickers. And, and Starfelt are together. And I was reading up about Starfelt, and since he's been in the Celtic team, uh, Celtic haven't conceded a goal since the third of October. Uh, did, I, did I not send you that tweet earlier on about that? I was surprised at that, but I wasn't surprised if you know what I mean, Paul, because I mean, my dad had that argument with the guy on the forum. We know for days, I think, but he just wrote Starfield off right to the, after two or three games. Mm-hmm. And, we just, kept saying, like, give him time. I mean, it's not even a settled defence yet. Like, give him time, give him time. But, Mark, like, the most passes in our team, and, and you can see you now the way And wants to play out from the back, that our two centre-backs have the most passes in each uh, game. You see, the pitch of a Starfield in each game. I really like the two of them together, Paul. I, I really do. I just hope we can get Carter Vickers signed up permanently. It really is a must, Mark. I think so. You know, I know people are... Raging about Yasser and look, I'd love for Yasser to take Yasser's a most like, but Vickers for me, Mark, has like, just considering the, how bad we were, just to play them, Paul, because see the thing about it, see if we get, they're saying it's, I'd say the time of that story about the 10 million stuff is a lot of rubbish. They said on Spurs, we're selling them for 5 million last summer if somebody would have paid it for them, Paul. But we've seen, we know what we're going to get. We can't, or Vickers, we know what we're going to I'm get. I'm about that, right? We get them signed up. There's, there's, a, there's a boy clause in there for Celtic, right? So, well, I believe, Mark, it's five million, all right? And if Celtic didn't take up that, right, Spurs have an option to t- trigger another year onto his deal. And that means then, Mark, he'll have two years left on his deal. And that's why Spurs then, if he doesn't want to go to Celtic and if he plays well... They can up his value then for this because he has a second deal. That's why people are saying. Right, well, that's what's yeah, happened. That's what's happened yeah. in the last couple of summers, Paul. Isn't it? He's kind of yeah. extended his Spurs deal so he's remained a player. And I think it's just that Spurs know. See, it's just the thing about yeah. Paul. You maybe find it's five million pound, and then there may be a sell-on value. I think Spurs mm-hmm. have seen that this guy is, is going to be a player. Maybe not for us, they know. If we can sell him on, and. I don't think they're really maybe bothering that much about the initial fee, Paul Wankers. Maybe like a sell-on clause or maybe having mm-hmm. maybe one eye on. Maybe it's something to do yeah. with that. But I'd say exactly. I'd have him and Yota signed up as soon as possible. Uh, Mark, after the game, uh, we had um, we had a Motherwell manager, Graham Alexander, said after the game that the free kick uh, uh, that, that led to the goal was soft. 
uh, that that if that goal was wasn't given, that they were still in the game. I don't know what game probably, he was watching. It's probably less softball compared to some of the tackles these players got away with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, again, but, we keep going on about it, Paul. That referee, that was... Shocking. Oh, and I honestly... We and it wasn't just bias, Matt. No, it wasn't bias. It was just total, total, utter incompetence. Mm. I don't... I, I mean, people going about the bias. For me, that one yesterday, you couldn't accuse me of being biased. You could just accuse him of being rank rotten. Yeah. Like, and I never really heard him. I never really even heard him, Paul. No, no. And this is my first time kind of, kind of seeing him. But you and Anderson, you point, and Anderson, that was yeah. his name. I've never really heard him before. Off the top of my head, I would need to go. Jonas now would be a good one out to ask about that. Maybe he kind of left down there. Uh, the bottom kind of the, the table and the mid table matches match really yesterday ask. some of the challenge Motherwell players were putting in were they were, they were dirty challenges uh, they were tough challenges like, I mean, they, and then, if they connected there Mark, they were, there was leg breakers like. and then some of the fouls is, that we got against us were, if it had been other I mean there were soft fouls going one way and then rough rough probably, a couple of them were probably yellow cards Paul but the point I'm getting at here, Mark, is that we had Alexander yesterday complaining about the decision that the ref made that led to the goal. Last week we had Robbie Nelson of uh, of Hearts complaining about an offside. And my only concern is now, Mark, is that our referee is going to kind of lean away from Celtic. That because these managers are saying that they're getting these decisions wrong in Celtic matches, is is this going to influence? referees in, in see, future see, see, see Robbie Nielsen and him for Paul I'd have more respect for him if they came out and see if they think that and probably they need to kind of think that and say that because they're defending their team I don't think that should have been a free kick but why not turn around and say I don't think that should have been a free kick but the referee had some really really strange decisions in that game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's and exactly. see, you know I mean even saying that's going looking at it from both sides of the coin but there was no consistency then from Robbie Nielsen then yesterday after their game that was a blatant hand, handball by, by Goulson. There was, there was uh, no never kind even of, mentioned that. Never even mentioned that then, Mark. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, is this going to lead the uh, the referees against making decisions? Because like, there, was, uh, there, there, was, there was decisions yesterday, Mark, that should have went Celtic's way and they didn't go Celtic's way. And I was thinking, do you think maybe that was because of last week that these decisions weren't given? I don't know, Paul, but I mean, some of them are blatant. Yeah. Some of them, Paul, in any game of football in the world, you would get booked for them. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember who it was on. There was one, and it was just about the centre circle. I think it might have been in McGregor. Uh, and it was just, it was a yellow card. Every day, all day long, it was a yellow card. And to be honest, Paul, I don't even think we got a free kick for it. You know, like I said, it's. Uh, on our live chat yesterday, uh, that we've part-time referees here, Mark, in, in in Ireland, and the standards, like compared to Scotland, is above and beyond. Do you know what I mean? I, like I, I see decisions here, boys. I don't doubt, Paul, that you've the League Islands get better referees in Scotland. Yeah, don't you doubt know, it I for a minute. Part-time referees, Mark, pulling a better performance than that. I've never saw. And it's only since I started doing this podcast, Mark, like so I know I, I know always, Mark, that decisions went away and, and stuff like that. But when I started doing the podcast, 
I looked more and more into it and I looked at more and more the referees and biased referees, as they say, and stuff like that. But it's not being biased. Like it, These are just blatant, bad decisions that in any other league market, it's a booking or sending off. Like You see down, down, down the Premier League there, Mark, you can't touch the player without getting sent off. No. You know what I mean? And, and we say it's no bias, Paul, but see, I've, I've spoken about that as well before. And to a certain extent, it is. I mean... If you're running on that pitch and you're a Celtic supporter, you're running on there with the best intentions of the world to try and be fair. But your subconscious, do you get what I mean? Your subconscious is still eating away. Because you, you, if Celtic did these tackles, Mark, yesterday, you're guaranteed that your car was coming out without a dose. Oh, 100%. You know? And like that, that's my main concern is that we're going to see more heavier tackles, Mark, coming out. And that's. But this is a good team, like, no matter. Why is Angelo talking about it? He says it's no kind of, it's nothing he can affect, in it, but it is something he can affect. My only concern then is, Mark, if Ange did come out and do that, Mark, like, and look, we've seen it last season, Mark, with the lad from Hamilton that you saw yourself, he oh, got right. banned. But Tom's to every manager that comes out, but... Yeah, so, like, the, the big thing with this now coming here now is Celtic questioning Crawford Allen. You know, why did he come out and say this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's going to be interesting to see his response to the Scottish FA. Like, like, like why is the head of referees coming out and saying this? Like, you know what I mean? Why, like, why, why is Bobby Maddie coming out? Why is he putting his head above the parapet at all mm-hmm. for, like, one decision in a game? Yeah, but like, I mean, see if it was fair to do, see if it's something the guy does. If he goes on some radio show him, once a month and talks about controversial decisions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, but as, as I said, Paul, I couldn't even have told you the name of the head of the referees until he popped up the other week. No, no. Like down in... It's BT Sports, they have it. They have the father Gallagher. Aye. It's like a, it's like a ref watch, Mark. Aye, Remember aye. He used to ha- and he used to question it. And fair enough, Mark, like, he'd look at it in slow motion he, and, and he'd say it straight out like if it was a free if it wasn't a free that's Crawford I mean that's what we need like Mark we need someone to be questioning these decisions like you know that, that, you know it's, but if the day's questioning that's it doesn't he we spoke about it with Mikey and Jonas there's no punishment for hey, see if it's, no see if Kyle, he'll see be off Kyle, Mark down the uh, side Mark you'll be off the game see if Kyogo's got whiz offside why is the ref and the linesman will have to answer to that to get yeah. I mean, see if that wasn't a, see if that was a soft free kick. Why is the referee no there to explain his decisions kind of thing? There's no comeback to the referees. There's no, there's no punishment for them making a pure harsh the, games. The, the, the rule of the game, realistically, Mark, uh, this is my thought. Like, if in doubts, you have to kind of give the benefit to striker. Do you know what aye, I mean? Aye, well, that was a kind no, of I, general consensus. It's yeah, for years, winter. Yeah, and like, if you had, like, it was just so fast, Mark, like that the linesman himself wasn't in line anyway, so he couldn't call it. Bobby Mann couldn't call it, so they were in doubt. And because... Well, we've not got VAR. No, we've not got VAR to check it. VAR would, have, you know? VAR would have proven that either way. I think, Mark, and I, I was looking at Mark, and I was looking at all these experts that were putting it out, like, and they were putting up these lines, and by looking at Mark, he was on, like, if, if he was off, it was a bit of his jawsy that was off. Uh, so uh, I mean, that's, I mean, I, it's, you're, Paul, you're talking like milliseconds. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You're talking like the blinky of an eye. That really is. And that's, and that's going to be a problem, Mark, when VAR comes in because
we saw it in the Premier League when when VAR came in, like no, they changed it kind of this season. They're giving kind of more leeway, but we saw kind of that's right. down south that they started going down to the millimetre if he oh, tumbles yeah. off, if he's which is wrong, Mark, because you have to I be mean, in some kind of running position. I've been just checking VAR to see who's getting a throw in and stuff like that, Paul. It's ridiculous, but for big important decisions like the Kyogo goal, I fear does if there's VAR there, but there wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, was it an ex-Hearts chairman or something? He came out and wanted the game replayed. What, the, mm. what kind of nonsense is that? A nonsense, Mark. It is, Mark. It's nonsense. Like I know it. that is feeding the feeding it feeding the, the story. Do you know what I mean? Getting it mere. That's it, but, Mark. And that's why I think no, Mark. I mean, imagine you're some wee guy sitting sitting down in Norwich, flicking through the high the updates of the Scottish football stuff and that, and you're like, oh, so well, if that that goal for Celtic, that goal Celtic must that sounds a bit dodgy. They're wanting a game. Yeah. They're a game replayed or a or a controversial offside decision. Yeah, like, but that's the the thing that and that's the, that's the thing more afraid of. No, Mark, is that he, he because of Crawford Allen's comments and because of two managers now have come out and questioned decisions that led to Celtic goals. It could influence referees, Mark, in, in Celtic games. You know what I mean? It really could, like you know, and you know. Celtic this season, Mark, and I think over numerous seasons, we're not going to get any favours from officials in Scotland that we have to kill off games ourselves, Mark. You know? I, mean, I, think I just don't give the referees any chance yeah. to influence the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, just this game, how it was a bit uh, stop-start, which I've said it seems to be a kind of thing. It's like it's like Stoke and Celtic getting into a kind of rhythm. Well, Mark, like they're not, Celtic's not getting into their rhythm because it's fouls and they're stopping for this foul. And, I mean, Turnbull yesterday getting pulled up for that corner kick. Yeah, I mean, that was ridiculous, Mark. That was ridiculous. You see it clearly. Like, but you can pick out any game of football and the chances are the ball's not going to be in that wee D and things like that. Never is, Mark. Because the players are just looking for a good... Bit of grass. The same players getting yeah. kicked all the time. They're just looking for a better, decent bit. I mean, really, you could see if she scored a goal. Any team, if they scored a goal, even against Celtic, Paul, and they get pulled back because they hadn't took the corner for the D, you'd see the opposition's kind of point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was looking when I saw that decision, Mark, I was just looking, God, what in the name of God is this referee doing? Like, you know what I mean? Jesus, like, you, you know, I just couldn't believe it, Mark, that, but that's how... Maybe it was, adi- maybe it was auditioning for the Derby game, Paul. They're definitely doing something <laughs> like, like I'll, give, I'll give these things against Celtic there, like, give me the Derby match. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'd be afraid, Mark, with the officials in the in, in the Derby game on, on the 2nd of January. That's my own, my own thing. Now, what I did notice about Ange this year, compared to last season is that the players aren't going to ground as much as we did. Max, we're not giving away silly tackles for late, do you know what I mean? Not for late, free kicks for late tackles. No, no. we've, we've cut... We don't... We've, I, I mean, uh, Buzz, cut that out uh, in the round of box, Mark. Buzz is like probably that. the man for that, but we do seem to give, a lo- give away a lot less silly, stupid film. Yeah, in the, in, in the round of box, Mark, and, and stuff like that. But we do look... Better mark defending set pieces as well under Ange, and, and this is due to Vickers and Starfelt being good in the air, basically. You know what I mean? Starfelt is winning every ball mark that's coming into uh, in, into head in, 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 into his head. You know, and he's not that even that tall, Paul. 
That was no. one of the things we spoke about. We were a bit worried that either him or Carter Vickers one of one of the tallest. But I mean, Carter Vick, Carter Vick, Vickers is a he's a total unit. I mean, he is. He's yeah. a big, big lumpy Aladdin. See what we spoke about. Yeah. If you're running for a header, that's what you've got to kind of watch. You know what I mean? Carter Vickers, if he's running for a header, a chance he's already going to win it. Maybe no for a jumping start. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We won 50, 48 out of 57 headed Jules yesterday, Mark. Like, that's impressive, Mark. Yeah, that is, you know, that and, is impressive. And, and, like, Tony Watts is a big player, Mark. You know, give him that. Like, he's a big, he's he's a bulky player. He, he oh, loves he likes a, he likes the ball of, off. Uh, yeah, he likes the you know physical I mean? side of the game and that as well. You know, and, uh, like, if you're looking, Mark, if he does get fish, and if he does, like, I, I can't see Julian breaking up this partnership at all. No. You know? No, I agree you know? with that. I don't see... You know? And I'll be honest, Paul, for me, Julian's... He's got to uh, displace uh, young Welsh for the squad first, yes, I think, Paul. Exactly, Mark. Is that young lad's not put a fit run for us? No, he has interference, Mark, and I give that to him, Mark. The only, thought, the only thing I know is about... Uh, and you will learn from it, Mark, is that... He's, he's reading of the game is still a bit weak, you know what I mean? But he's he's still learning. And that's, that's just the experience, Paul. I mean, Frank, yeah, Frank Obarese, like, wasn't he the big old, old dominated no. defender he was all his days? You know what I mean? He's got, he's got to learn to read the game. He only gets that for playing more games. But for yeah. me, for me, Welsh is worth, like, but main back, even, no, even whoever, Papa, even when you know Julian's mean? back. For me, Welsh is our main backup to centre backs, unless Ange brings in somebody else that maybe. But it's, for me, Julian, I think Julian's going to struggle. I for don't any think kind it's a position future. mark where we need to sign someone at the moment. You know, I'd be comfortable with the, the three centre backs we had. Uh, you said there, Mark, and you made a good point last week in the podcast that if things did come down that we had to push Bees on in there, why not put Lalson in there? Because he's built, Mark, he's. T- He's oh, yeah, like that, and he's fast as well, Paul. I mean, yeah. I mean if you've got a centre back, it's quick. That's half the kind of battle as well. I would t- like to see Ralston getting tried in there, just to no, we saw, just to see how it goes. Maybe you no know, I don't mean throw him in big games or that, but just there's games we've spoke about that fringe players can come in and play a part in, and we can jiggle the squad. So why not just put Ralston in, in there to see how it does? I think we saw Mark as well how improved Ralston was when he when he came on yesterday. And Jovanovic went up to the the right ring wall, and the pass that Radisson gave Jovanovic up that line, I mean that's just brilliant. Like like for I'm a player Mark who I was the keen on Jovanovic at the right wing position right enough, but I seen a few folk kind of in a, be, a debate on Twitter about that the other week. And it seems to be that Jovanovic is actually quite capable of playing as a right winger, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be something I'd be looking at all the time, but. Ralston's, Ralston's we spoke I, about it a hundred times, Paul, how much improved it is. Just go to your player ratings, Mark, before we move on with the, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, just go and bring them up. If we only have one probably, pod, probably, uh, player rating tonight, that's for Mark. So. Oh, good, sure. I was busy doing up my other notes, Mark. Give me, give me somebody. I would have been finished by 7 o'clock if I had to do the player rating. Can imagine what I would have to write on a player. <laughs> you could have got you could have got up early this morning and done them. I'm on the road since six o'clock. Oh, I will. If you got up at five, you could have done your player ratings. Maybe to five. I could have just done a 
uh, what John United Ireland will just taste this and think from Sky Sports and just put it on. See, I've got them up the under. And I think he's there. Uh, I think he has the same play relations as you, well, so I question, do you do that as well? That do what? Taste this and copy it. <laughs> no, I, no, but shit, I'll be, I'll be honest, I did kind of read that about other people's. Of course, what you look back, and then you judge it, see what kind of sport you're giving, then you kind of get your own judgment on it, yeah. You know? Eh, uh, right, here I go, right. Joe Hart, eh, uh, didn't have much to do in the second half, but I spoke about he saved the, in, earlier on, Paul, in the first half, and I said, in my opinion, they were world class. That was a world class save. It, Mark, it really was. was. It was, like, you know what I mean? Uh, the first save, like, and then to get down and block, because it was gone in, Mark. That it, ball it was, was gone just, in. It just, I mean, he just kind of lazy. One time, he just kind of lazier and stretched out. Just, uh, it was a really, it was a great save. It just shows, Mark, and this JFP's on the, the live chat there, and we we throw this question because when we started this podcast, JFP uh, said that McGregor was worth at least twenty points to Rangers, and does he think the tables have taught no with us having Joe Hart? Do you think Joe Hart is worth twenty points to Celtic? JFP have the tables taught because he's just bought a whole calmness mark into that back line, and, and his experience is next to none. And, and we we can see Mark. How underrated Joe Hart was in England, you know. Well, as I said to you, Paul, I think it was uh, well, Jose. Jose Mourinho wanted to wanted to take him to Roma as backup, but mm. I mean, even Jose Mourinho said he's still the best English keeper. I think he's proven it. He really is. I know people are doing in England and that, but uh, he's no he's no playing against all these world class strikers. And doesn't it matter? Doesn't matter what striker you're playing against. That save yesterday was. Straight out the top draw. I think Joe Hart needed to know, Mark, that he was number one, that he was appreciated in in Celtic, and, and he was appreciated by the fans. Like it goes a long way to confidence as well, Mark. Do you know what I mean? That I feel a wee bit, a wee bit of kind of loving, wanted, and important yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Because I've said as well, he's a big personality. Paul, he'll be a big personality in that dressing room, and young players will learn for that, learn for him as well. And, Especially from the young goalkeeper Mark Toby. But just not even on a win. The young keepers not learn from him like how to play the position of goalkeeper. But his actual influence on young players and his professionalism that will rub off on. I heard he was players. a big help to um, Mickey Johnston's uh, mindset in his injuries. Joe Hart kind of focused on him when he was injured and. He used to go to the gym with with, with Joe Hart. Johnny's out uh, with a bit. He had Lee Shemak. He used to go to the gym with Joe Hart, and it was Joe Hart that helped him along with kind of like but that, it was kind of like a storage team, Mark. It was kind of more in the head than, aye, psychological. Than and, yeah, psychological like that, you know. And JFP says that Joe Hart is the sign of the sea. I I would nearly think so, Mark. For one million, just what we signed of him, Mark. Experience alone is. One million is uh, nothing, Mark. No, no, it is. It's a great signing. It really is. And if things work out the way we want, Paul, for me, he's got to be, he's got to be a contender for player of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, there, mm-hmm. really, that save yesterday. Because at that point, Paul would have been, would have went to one nothing down. And they would have went eleven men behind the exactly, ball. Exactly. So did he 
did he win as the three points or save as a point? That was a really, really important save, Paul, a crucial part of the game because we know how mm-hmm. things can go when these other teams, they just can't put in their 18-yard line. Got to, it's, it's, it's going back to two, what what you just said there, like that he he didn't have much to do, but when he did, he was there. And like that's cons- It's very hard, Mark, for that's the a goalkeeper who's not been in the game. Like, do you know what I mean? That's a, you know? that's a kind of senior class keeper, but isn't it, Paul? Yeah, when you're, yeah you're the no never concentration, uh, Mark, I've seen, the game. I've said it before, Paul, if you're playing at a big team that dominate games, if you're like your Celtic, your Rangers, even your team of Barcelona, Real Madrid, you, know, you have not got a lot to do in games. So, well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Barcelona, no. No, but you know, I mean, just in general, these <laughs> yeah, big teams that exactly. in their leagues they dominate games. So your your keeper maybe only have one or two safety make a game, and that's the difference yeah. between a good keeper and a poor keeper. They need to keep their concentration to make the two saves while still doing the kind of bread and butter do we? Well, now it's all the sweeper keeper stuff in that as well. You know, uh, continue there, so. Right, uh, so that was so hard. I gave him a seven. Uh, solid and dependable as usual in defence. But as I said, I'm not too sure about playing him in the right wing. But just, I said, because I thought it was tactical, Paul, this is maybe affected what some of the stuff I've wrote here, right? But just play with it, mm-hmm. uh, But needs must. So I gave him a six. Carter Vickers. As I said, I thought him and Motherwell had a good wee spell in the first half and we were a wee bit shaky, but mm-hmm. uh, the game went on, Carter Vickers along with Starfield just looked their usual solid selves. I gave him a six. Starfield, just again, it's a partnership with Carter Vickers that makes it and it, it took him a bit, it took Starfield a wee bit of time to settle into the game, but he improved as the game went on and they never, the central defence never looked troubled, really. No. I gave him a six. Taylor, I thought Taylor was one of our better players yesterday, Paul, to be honest. Joyce, I'm delighted you brought up Taylor, Mark, because the last two games I was watching Taylor a lot to, to, to see has there been improvement on the Ange, and Taylor was up and down that ring, Mark. Uh, that's, I've said and, that. Uh, and he was unlucky not to I, score as well, Paul. Yeah, and he was getting up, Mark, and getting up the byline, he was providing wit for James Forrest or Mickey Johnson, who was there, for, so they could cut in with the ball, he was kind of dragging out, and I'm seeing a big improvement in in Taylor, Mark, and the more I've seen him, Mark, is, do you think he's getting more and more, like, we, when we started podcast, we were talking about injuries, and we, we were saying that the intensity of the team, do you think Taylor's getting more and more Used to Andrew's system, Mark, this inverted fullbacks, and I must, must, be, must be. It must be. It does seem to be a bit. I'm not meaning this I'm not glad any player gets injured, even opposition player, but maybe the injury done him a wee bit of good. Yes. I think that he's like, a wee time away for the team, and maybe while he was getting fit, like study what Andrew's getting. Do you know what I mean? Study what the system was and how we could do things better, but. I know I've always thought that. Because Mark, you could say Taylor's the number one left back. Well, really, I think you know he is. Because yeah, I, don't, you know. I honestly thought Skills would have started there, Paul. Because yeah, I don't think I, he'd I, done anything wrong for his chances, but Ange seems to like know. Taylor, so fair play him. And plus, Mark, like, we don't... We don't see what's going on in training, Mark, do you know what I mean? So Ange must see something that he can work with Taylor. That, that we haven't seen the last couple because we've been critical of him, Mark, that he hasn't been able to get used to it. But 
the last two games, Mark, I can't fault Taylor that he's played and since he came back from injury, he's getting up and down the wing. He's showing a bit of pace. His passing is brilliant. As you said, he could have scored yesterday. You know, I think the whole team could have scored yesterday, no, Mark. Jesus Christ. In my notes there, I've made Taylor and that, just, just what you said, he was solid at the back and he was getting up and down the left, the wing, they bother, but it'll be interesting to see what Ange does going forward in the full-back positions, considering we've got mm-hmm. Taylor. Skills has got to be chapping the door, kind of idea, after just his last couple of performances. So there's... Yeah, I talked to you about scales back then. Your own, you've got Juranovic, Ralston's back for to play right back, so, so like exactly, Mark, like there. there's a lot of choices there. Like, you know what I mean, does does Ralston come back into the team next week, and and does Juranovic go well, to exactly. left? Exactly. You know what I mean? There's big questions there. Like these, dropping Taylor. Taylor's not done anything wrong. He won't been dropped, but don't get us wrong, Paul. It's a good problem you have. Yeah,我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还有一些，我们那边还
picking at straws here, really, and it's just showing a good level of consistency, a good level of form, and I haven't got any problem with Beaton in there, but he's another one that we wrote off, and he just seems to mm-hmm. have, it just seems to be, players just seem to be taking their chances, Paul. I think, Mark, a lot of players too, Mark, going on to Ange, and Lennon seems to kind of be a different manager, Lennon would, would, would come out and criticise the players, but Ange doesn't do that, you know? I think uh, I think I think if Ange does that, Mark, what is it? Oh, I think, uh, that's what I was going to say. I think you he'll criticise players to the extent. But as you say, at the meetings and in the training sessions, you've done that, right? Don't do that. Do you know what I mean? Ah, you'll criticise players, but I don't think Ange is ever going to be the type of guy that's going to come out and throw players under the bus. No, and I think that's. I right. think he's I a think team. Max, put your hand around your take in for a chat. Look, did this wrong here in the match. You should maybe done it this uh, way. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Should, you know? Should, Gavin, bring that laptop here and show him what he done wrong yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Gavin, then I don't know the Wi-Fi. Neil Lennon has his <laughs> before. Neil Lennon has not given the Wi-Fi <laughs> password. He's blocked me. That's, that's what good managers do, Paul, but they know how to beat. I mean, off players. We know there's players that get egos, players that that need like a, a rollicking or like Alex Ferguson hairdryer thing. Other players maybe need a wee arm around them to get the best out of them and that. And that's what good managers are. Like, and that, for me, that's yeah, yeah. what Ange looks like. Man, man, well, man, can, man management. Yeah, man, man, yeah, I can see a bit of um, Jorg and Klopp in there. But, but I, you, you can know? imagine, you can imagine just like sitting, talking to Ange like the way we sit and talk, Paul. Yeah, he's no, he's no, he's no. I mean, some managers have got a wee bit of some ideas above their station, especially if they've been like a top player. Do you know what I mean? They kind of try to take that arrogant, well, arrogant go, look at Stevie, well, Stevie well, G. The kind of arrogance of being a top player, they take that into like their management style and things like that. But Ange just seems a kind of guy. If you're fair with him, he'll be fair with you. And exactly, it works both ways, Mark. Don't I, I, I don't, I don't, saying that, I don't think you sit back and take anybody kind of ripping the pee out of them and training and things like that. No, I mean, if you're, if you're not doing your job well, I think you'll come down to a ton of bricks. I was just thinking there, just when you were talking about Ange and the different type of man, uh, I, I was, I was thinking, when they showed the Christmas ad yesterday, Mark, during the match, I could just picture Kyogo <laughs> when they had the big turkey, roast poppies, Brussels sprouts, <laughs> all on the table and Kyogo what the heck is this like? <laughs> I, mean, you know, I never ate this in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like a big, yeah, huge, raw Scottish Sunday dinner. I know. Dinner. I know. The, you the know? Christmas ad, I'll give you the, the, the kind of, I don't know, ad, but the ad agency or whoever as it comes up with, but they always, they, they, they always hit the mark. Oh, they really do. When, when they had Jovanovic doing that fella, that, that chef doing the sauce. You know, aye, aye, aye. Brilliant fight. Brilliant. You know? Uh, continue, you want beef on there, aren't you? Uh, just I said earlier, there's a couple of misplaced passes, but it's just really nitpicking. <coughs> yeah, I gave him a seven. McGregor, solid all round. Uh, cover the full pitch as usual, and always looking to get involved and create stuff. Gave him a seven. Rogic scored the winning goal. Probably should have been more than that. And for me, he was the main man for his against Motherwell. I gave him a man of the match, Paul. Gave him an eight. Uh, James A. Forrest he probably should have scored even though he only lasted like, what, 18 minutes, 19 minutes before going off injured again 
that's got to be a bit of a problem. I mean, Forrest had his injury troubles when he was younger, kind of thing, and he'd all that, made there's all the stuff with his back and things like that. I hope for it. Mark, there was a, after the game yesterday, and I was looking at Twitter, and there was a few Celtic fans on Twitter saying, is James Forrest finished? Because, Mark, he's not getting any younger. Forrest, 28, 29, I suppose, 30. He's 29, 30, Paul. You know, and with these injuries, Mark, are, are they actually taking his... T- because if you look at Forrest, Mark, throughout his career, he's really played nearly every game through every season, like Callum McGregor. You know, since he was a young lad coming into the team, Mark, and he's, he, between that being called up to international duty, uh, has it actually taken his toll to take? He may have, Paul. On, on James Forrest, Mark, and are these... Because like they're not big injuries, Mark. They, they, they seem to be no, not, 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 that's one of the things. I, that's one of the things I was going to say, Paul. Is, a player, you can't help a player breaking their leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, to me, that you're k
got me more excited than uh, Yota did. Yeah. If you think back, maybe other guys would like disagree. Maybe we had Barry on the on the podcast, Mark, even before we signed Yasha. Barry was ecstatic about Abidah, how, how young he Mikey, was and, Mikey, and how brilliant and Mickey was well, raging Mikey about him. And, you know, and, and it was true on, was it Stubbsy Haas said it, Mark, uh, on, on the live chat yesterday about Abidah that he doesn't run to the byline anymore. No, no, you know, I know it's that as well. And cut in a lot, like. Oh, so, you're, you're the one that follows all this tactic stuff, Paul. Is that yeah, what Angie's felt? Is that what Angie's Because that was the way Forrest played as well, wasn't it? This, this is down to the influence of Radisson in the team. That Radisson is there beyond Abadar. And that's why Abadar isn't running down to the byline because Radisson is there. And yesterday we saw with, with, with Taylor. Taylor was actually down beyond Mickey Johnson yesterday. So Mickey Johnson was there because they and I'll create these chances. I'll pass them out to the the edge of the box. To, like uh, people are, are criticizing that right. he's not running down, but, but he was so much nowhere to run because himself and Rashford going to be close. Maybe he's only doing what he's been told today. I mean, it's, yeah, to say that oh, he should be doing this. Is what, and this is this. What do they call? They call Angeval. This is what Angeval is. You know, Angeval is. Uh, Inverted fullbacks, Mark, to be up the pitch. Like they're providing the waste. Abadad doesn't provide the waste. Abadad's there to receive the ball or give the ball to Ralston. You know, Ralston's making the space. Do you get me? Uh, I know what you mean, right? And she's thinking about Senior. That's, that's, see, Forrest, that's would suit Forrest down to the ground. Because we've yeah, said so the same like, thing about Forrest for years. He always cuts in with the yeah. ball. So that would even. Like, this is it, Mark. Like, you're, 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 you're practically making a front line of nearly yeah. eight players. You mean you'll have Radisson, Abida, Roger, Tomble, McGregor, Yasha, Taylor. That's practically your whole team. Up there, Mark, that Bison is providing the cover, which that's his position. And then you have Starfelt and, and, and Vickers then to, to cover that, the tree. They kind of form a back tree, Bison and Vickers and Starfelt. Then. And, the, and the rest of the team are just pushing and forward. The, a, 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 attack, yeah. You mean it's like a full team that's attacking and... That's what I think. Abadar's not, maybe, I think Ange told him, Mark, that he doesn't need to be down that by like. That's not his position. That's Radisson's position to get beyond you. You know? Oh, well, you might be right. You might be You know, and, like, because I was looking at Mark and we've been a lot of, I think a lot of Abadar's game, Mark, is, is to do that. To push down that by like. And he's not used to maybe cutting in, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know? Well, it'll learn because we said he's only a young guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I just would rather my wingers were like, if your wingers are running run at the fullback, well, I'd rather the fullbacks, no sure, is he taking inside or taking me outside? Yeah, I think they're going to under Ange or all wingers at the moment under Ange or Taylor and Valison. You know, because they, they drag out the the left back mark, they drag him out like, and then it's freeing up Abadar, then to create a pass, then to maybe Kyogo, Roderick or Tomlin, who's who's in there. I mean, that's all. Yeah, that, he's, that, that he's not really doing that either. He's not doing that. Is he still getting used to this system, Mark, that Ange, like, he's never played in, I don't think any player has been played in this formula that Ange, like, Ange did make up this formula, Mark, you know what Aye. I mean? No one ordered this, like, so, I think Avidar's only learning 
Well, it's just, it's, well see, uh, let's look, right, I know we, he's a, we, I can't even remember how much did he cost as Abida, Paul? Well, 2.5 million, man, yeah, I think, yeah. I suppose that's maybe a lot of money in the... But it's not in the in, right, yeah. in the bigger scheme of football transfers, Paul. It's, it's not, not much. We've we've wasted we've wasted a lot more money to own that than other own other exactly. rubbish players. No. And you not you, I mean you can tell that he's, he's got the making of a, a really good player, That's especially with especially with his pace. Because pace is a big part of the modern game. So see if I imagine he just came through with a kind of youth system and he was sitting at that level. Then now, would you accept that? No. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm going to... Well, you know, I've stuck with my Mikey Johnson. I've stuck with that, but compared that's what I mean. Mikey Wright's so get right there. As I said in the last pod about Mikey Johnson, Paul, eh, he's a current Whitten boy, but for me yesterday, he put in another good performance. I think, Mark, and I was, I was looking at him yesterday, Mark, and... And he runs his bollocks off. Uh, you well, can but, see and him. And I, 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 I know a lot of and I've been Christian as well, but just doing... But, but just going by what I was saying, Mickey Johnson has never been with a manager Mark that has actually sat him down and, and given him a, uh, a style of play. No, you know I mean? no, no. Formation Mark would just get the ball and... What coaching did any young players really get under Lennon? No, you know what I mean? And, and that's been one of our biggest problems, Mark, is... I mean, I know every... Coach I mean, that you've lived Johnson, Mikey Johnson, he takes pelters on the forum, Paul. He takes pelters on the live chat. But I've had bad games for Celtic. He's, he's been out. I think, injured, Mark, like, he injured. And, and if, if, if this injury was only taking him off, yes, there was only precaution because Ange knew that he wasn't fully fit himself. You know, like that, a good one of games, Mark, we might see. Paul, well, I think he needs, he needs a goal. I think a goal it. would do him the world of good. And I, I heard an interesting thing yesterday, Mark, that, uh, and, it, and it could be true about Mickey Johnson, is he's trying too hard to get a goal. Aye, aye, I was going to say that. Just, see what I'm saying there? You can see how much effort he put. I mean, he doesn't yeah. stop. He's putting in so much effort, but sometimes it's as if he's... Just too much taking, yeah. Too much over, aye, overthinking you know. it, maybe. Aye, that's a good way to look at it, Paul. He's maybe overthinking yeah. things a bit. But just, you know, just fans, like, fans would lay off, especially young players, Paul. I've spoken about this even for as long as you've known me on the forum and everything, Paul. These young players, they've got, they've got to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's part of learning. I mean, but Joe Hart wasn't as good as... Do you get what I mean? Joe Hart wasn't no. as good a goalkeeper now as he was when he was at Mike, uh, Mikey Johnson's age. That kind of thing. You've just got to give these young players a chance. And then when they do make mistakes, just forget about it. A good example, Mark, was of uh, of overthinking is uh, Liam Scales when the ball came to him outside the box and he said his first instinct was to hit it. Uh, you know, aye, not to aye, think about aye. it, not to, not to dwell on the ball, just hit it. And if it goes in, it goes in. And if it doesn't... Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I mean, and that's the way it should be, like, you know what I mean? But see if Mikey Johnson thought that pass, Paul, would have been everybody, would have been, what's he doing? He's garbage, he should never have been yeah. Things like that really annoy me. I think on the, on the Ange, Mark, it's fair, it's fair and, enough, Paul. And, and we saw with, with Valsen, Mark, every player needs at least a chance this season to see what they can become. I'd have got to get you know? a chance. Except a, except a, a Yeti. <laughs> 
they'll maybe that. But they've got to get a chance. Because it's a, for me, Paul, if you're walking in with a kind of, as you call it, the remit of Ange, is that the right word? Like, the remit mm-hmm. of your job kind of thing. You've got to say just to everybody, it's a clean slate. Right? You maybe be this, you may you've been, do you know what I mean? Or you get wrote off, you're, no, you're too lightweight, you're this. But let's see how peop- how these players progress under Ange. Look at Ralston. Look at Beaton. Okay. Even Beaton yeah. is about 30. 32, 31. We took on Roderick, Mark. Roderick was going Roderick. to be sought last season by Neil Lennon. You know, and we were saying, Grant, take the money. It's good business to get rid of Roderick now. Do you know what I mean? But looking back now, Mark, we won't be able to break down teams without Roderick this season the way Ange plays. Roderick has been like a new signing, Paul. Fitness-wise, everything, everything Mark. Yeah. Uh, the week, 83, it says it all the time. We're now seeing the Roderick that we wanted to see Three, four, five, six years ago, Paul. We knew his ability, it was just he wasn't delivering. No, and I think it's because, Mark, we now have a manager who knows Roderick himself, being Australian, and knows the type of player Roderick is. And he, I think Ange knows how to use Roderick. Playing in the right position, Mark, behind the striker. Because that's practically where he's playing, Mark. But every manager we've had previously has done that with him, Paul. And but he's still not he, reduced to this, the kind he, of consistent not, level that he is. Is he going down too so, Mark, to the way Ange is? Does, is Roger type, that type of player, Mark, who needs to kind of be shown that he's one of the main men within the Celtic team? That he's going to be playing week in and week out? He's not going to be... He's, like, he's still got to earn that, Paul. You can't yeah, just, you can't he, just, he has, though. No, that's, uh, that's what I mean. Right, and Mark, there was, there was times there, Mark, we, found, we, we saw by under Rogers and, and we saw underneath Lennon there. And this is going back to when Ange was manager of Australia. All right? Roger was playing 90 minutes for Australia, but he couldn't play 60 minutes for Celtic under Blender Rogers. No. Do you know what I mean? And you question, like, we were always saying, is this fitness-wise? Then is this don't... But... Why was he doing this under Ange but, in Australia but, and he wasn't doing for Celtic? Like, no but, why, but Paul, you're saying why, but why was he not doing it under Rodgers? Why was he not doing it under Ronnie? Why was he not doing it under Lennon? Well, that's what I'm saying, Mark. Was it, was I, it because I mean, be they would take them off, Mark State? Why they putting into his head, Mark, that I'd, take them I'd, off I'd, after I'd, every 60 minutes of a game saying, I'd, you're not fit enough? See, honestly, Paul, I'd drug it as a waster. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Because everybody knew he'd ability. Taking a wage, Mark, as we were saying, he's taking a wage for the likes of and it, Luca Khan to step up, Shaw to step and up. Had, do you know what I mean? Every Celtic fan knew that he'd all the ability in the world. And I don't know, maybe it might even be J- JFP that says no, all the time, if Rogic, was, if Rogic had pace, he wouldn't he be, would be here, man. I, I think it's JFP that says that. And that's true. But yeah. it's just, again, it's another player, Paul, that we've wrote off that's came through and provided the goods on the ranch. And looks like a completely different player and a brand new signing. So why can Mark and everything like why no cut no Mikey Johnson a wee bit of slack when it comes to that? But that's what I'm that, saying. That's what I'm saying. Like because I, I saw yesterday and I've been critical of him. Terence and all has been critical of him. But under Ange Mark, I've seen improvements on the and even Taylor Mark. Like I I I said at the start, Mark, that Taylor's not used to Ange's system. But Taylor was one of the farthest, farthest players yesterday, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He was getting up and down that line, Mark, and 
fitness wise he looked fitter, he looked faster yesterday, Mark Taylor did. Aye, and again Paul right. No, we've wrote off beat on me, drove off Ralston, we drove off Rogic and that, but we're only we're only into a few months of Angie's system across the across the club. The training, exactly. the training, that's a I mean it, how do I put it that's it, just the difference in the club and the well, the team is night and day for last season. Oh, well, don't, man. We're only, no, we're only, I mean, we're only December. There's a buzz back, Mark. Like, there's a buzz back to looking forward to watching Celtic, Mark. I, I remember, Mark, yes, last season, like, when I was on, you, like, texting you, like, and you text me, are you going to watch the game? Like, that's no question. Uh, and I'll watch it on a wee stream on the laptop or something exactly. like that. Do you know what I mean? Are you going to watch it? Or, or, you know, you go, uh, I don't know, do I want to watch that for 90 minutes again? But no, Mark, is. The, the, the even football staples, definitely a buzzer in the club. It's, yeah. Probably back to kind of your, when you first started your appointment with uh, Brendan Rodgers. Exactly. And say, exactly. I, I'm not saying that was the same kind of... Uh, Big name management announcement. I'm talking about the actual football and the team. Football and world back, yeah, it was next to none. Like even the start when Ronnie came in. I mean, what was it? Was it? Did we not beat Dundee United six one in Ronnie's first game and some or something like that as well six two maybe? And uh, the, the foundations were there, Mark. What that you should have done? What that you should have done? And if if like this is going by what we heard from from the AGM, right, that Ange was always on Celtic's radar, right? So the right thing to do by Celtic there was, Ronnie Dylan laid the foundations for Blendon Rogers. Blendon Rogers brought it to a next level. And the right thing for Celtic to do then was bringing Ange to a different level altogether. Do you know what I mean? And if we had Ange in after Blendon Rogers, Mark, the tender rope was secured. Oh, oh, I agree with that. We've said it before. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, Paul, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, but this is going back to, like, Mark, was Ange actually on Celtic's radar? Do you know what I mean? Okay, you know, because if he was, why didn't you bring him in? And there ain't we kind of snide the race, Paul. They've all been trying to claim credit for it, haven't they? Mind yeah, yeah. Dominic Mackay knew if he timed him in Japan, and then it came out that Peter Lowe had... Lord, yeah. Then you think that... Peter Lowe will know him through his son for his city. It's, you get know what I mean? It's all conspiracy yeah. yeah. theory stuff. But, but I mean, it goes back, Paul. Just goes back to Neil Lennon. We were, see, the time, Paul, we were lucky that Neil Lennon was, was available. Uh, exactly. Left Hibs by mutual agreement. Available to get us over the line. But after that, it was just a total, total disaster. Yeah, but that's. This, this would have been a decision, Mark, of a club well run that if Ange was always in Celtic's pipeline, they would have tried to, they would have tried to, tried to brought in Ange when Brendan Rodgers left. Keeping him into the season, approached Ange in January, then take him in a year earlier. But Celtic, whatever they did, cheap option again, Mark, we could go down that road. And it probably was a cheap option, Mark. Well, see, honest, or did PCR want a yes, man? I think it may have been something maybe to do with that kind of connection between yeah. Because I'm, to be honest, Paul, I don't imagine Angie's own any great wage. Or did it, did it take back maybe at the time 
Ange wasn't ready to take Celtic. Did you think uh, maybe Celtic board were looking at that way, Mark? That he maybe well, wasn't ready. What age is Ange? Now 56. Yeah. So I thought they'd talk maybe for two years. It'd be so maybe thought that they were taking a risk with the tenant row being talks about football, Paul, and the way he's running things in that. Do you know how he would make a good director of football? Oh, yeah, without doubt, Mark. Without doubt. I mean, that could be a thing in a couple of years. that he steps up to that role. I would be quite... I'd think and like, I'm not a big believer, Mark, in, 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 in managers... Because we saw it with freaking Manchester United when Ferguson wanted Moyes. Manchester United was just too big for David Moyes at the time. But if Ange was to step down and if Celtic offered him this director's role, that Ange would know a manager that would come in and keep the same foundations that he had. You know? Because I wouldn't like a manager to come in, Mark, and just change everything that Ange did. Get me? That's the thing, Paul, with a director of football, and that they, they, they would need to the yeah. work, to, work together to make plans. Yeah. But it would always be. And I said this in another podcast, the last one, Paul, we've still not got these things in place behind the scenes to carry no. the club forward. We're all excited about the way we're playing football and the players we've got, and oh, if we can get Yota and Carter Vickers signed up, who's coming in in January. But the same questions behind the scenes are still the same. And, and this is something I've got JFP on the live chat. We know how JFP feels about the board and that's a... What do you think, JFP? Are you happy with the way the, the club's been run still? Without even getting into this uh, thing with the Polish guy, but you've always had a lot to say about the board, JFP. So do you think... Are we still kind of in limbo? Oh, we've got a good manager and we've got a good team, but behind the scenes it's still a shambles. Mm-hmm. Mark, this is just... Uh totally off topic and it just came to my head there that, that, that we were just talking there about about uh, we, when, when T came in uh, McCoy uh, Dominic McCoy came in he said he was talking to um, all the clubs about how they are running and, and, and stuff like that you know and one club he he said he, he spoke to uh, was was Brentford, all right? Yeah. And and I was reading the thing that Brentford's have two director of footballs, right? They've they've Paul, they've Phil Gills, and they've a fellow called Ramos Atkinson, who's actually stepping down from their role at the end of the year. Now this is just pure me just thinking back to Dominic McCoy. Do you think? Is there anything there, Mark, that maybe Celtic could be looking at this fella Aikinson at the end of the year? Or, or is it just well, me just putting these conspiracy things into my head? Or, well, if it's done you know, the guy that said we were looking at Brentford, probably that's how you get booted out of the door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, but, that's how, just, that's, but that's how we came in, Mark. That I mean, that, he said he was looking at Brentford in this big, huge model that it took them years to kind of bring Brentford to this. Celtic, Celtic, Celtic shouldn't be looking at Brentford, Paul. Well, maybe look at their kind of, maybe the way they're scouting and thinking, like finding players and transfer targets, but the modern game's fully that kind of thing, Paul. It's all data-driven and stat-driven and stuff like that, but Celtic, yeah. Celtic's got more money than anybody in the league. That's what it comes down to, Paul. 
That's why mm-hmm. Celt- that's why Celtic should be dominating Scottish football. We've got more money than anybody in the league. We've got more potential to earn money than anybody in the league. Forget the rest of the league and concentrate on us and turn myself mm-hmm. into exactly. turn myself into like the PSG of Scotland. That's, that's the level Celtic should be at. Get back to the. Uh, we've not got the, the, we've, we've the money PSG's got, but in comparison to the rest of the league. Sounds, Mark, we should be giants of the Scotland. Aye. Mark, you know what I mean? You know? Uh, back to your player races, you've stopped on. I think I've only got Mikey Johnson today, and I think I've covered Mickey that. Mikey Johnson, yeah. Just saying that. I th- I th- he's always a whipping boy, but I th- it was a good performance. He puts in a good shift, and I just think a wee goal would do him the world of good. Mm-hmm. But I said I, th- I, th- I thought I'm coming off as mere a tactical decision, but you said he's obviously his leg was tight, so fair dues. But no, that's that's why he didn't start. That's why he did. Uh, so why did he come off then? Just by people joined us uh, before we started podcast earlier, I was talking to Mark about injuries and stuff like that. The reason Mickey Johnson didn't start was, and after the the Real Betis game. Mickey Johnson felt a bit legged and a bit of tightness in his muscles. It wasn't a serious injury. It wasn't any hamstring injury. It was a tightness. So Ange felt the best thing to do was to start a forest for about maybe the first 45 minutes and then bring Mickey Johnson and kind of split the role between the two of them. And because Forrest wasn't fully fit anyway, he came off early. And they got the full kind of 45 minutes out of Mickey Johnson that Ange expected him to do, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Right, he didn't right. him so he was, he him was for the, the full game. So he wasn't injured for the came off. He wasn't injured right. for the precaution, Mark. There was no injury there. I picked you up earlier. I picked you up wrong earlier. Ange didn't want to risk it. Like the, 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 put Mickey Johnson on. And maybe then, Mark, if he did start him, Maybe Mickey Johnson would have picked up an injury. Do you get me? Aye, you know, aye, so aye. I, I give this like we we criticise. I think maybe and we criticised him of the Kyogo decision mark playing Kyogo. So this is actually good management by Ange in taking off Mickey Johnson, knowing that he could pick up an injury here. You know, so take him off now, have him for the next game, and prevent another injury coming into the squad. You know, aye, so good. good. Squad management, Paul, that's what they need yeah. to do. Best yeah, that, 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 that's what bones, it is, that's, that's back to... Uh, like we speak about this now, so... Uh, due to the injuries, we saw David Tormel uh, play as a false number nine. Uh, the injury list at Celtic with the cup final ahead. Uh, Ross County in midweek gave it a common quick and fast for Ange. At the moment, we have Kyogo, Yasta, Giamarca, Dembele, James Forrest, Yesy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, uh, Julian, a long-term injury, out at the moment. I didn't put Mickey Johnson in there, Mark, because he's not injured, because of what Ange said in his press conference. No, it's a lot of injuries, Mark. There's nine players out, you know, and there's key first-team players in there, Mark. There's, there's, there's Kyogo, there's Yasa, there's James Forrest. Even Giamatis, Paul, even though we've not seen that much, but he still we thought he was going to be important. Is is a big one for me, Mark. Is 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 Giamatis? You know, uh, we, we saw he had. We know he had a lack of game time at the end of last season because he was banned for eight matches. He didn't play for nearly a month and a half in the Dutch league last season, so that was a month and a half. He was waiting for a transfer, Mark, to come for Celtic. Came in late in the transfer window. Apparently had no pre-season either, Mark. You know? No, it's a bit like and James McCarthy, really, isn't he? James McCarthy, Mark. You know, but he's, but he's would, a hamstring injury. You would think after this time, Paul, that they would be up to speed by now. I mean, you're fair dues. That's what I'm saying, You can throw, I mean, co- throw COVID into the mix with McCarthy, but... I mean, we're nearly at Christmas, Paul, and these guys are still no fit. It's just... I think it, Mark, and I'm, I, and I'm, I'm looking here... You know, is I know we brought him in, in in Anton the sports science, but he's going to have a he he needs to have a he, he's going to have a bigger role in the fitness of our players going forward because no take time for, it, take time for that to it take time Mark, to click I, in like, I'll take time it is concerning Mark these little niggling injuries like Kyogo with tightness in the in the hamstring. Uh, we found out there after Andrew's comments, Mark, it could be two to three weeks. He said Koyoga would tell you he's fit, but the physio would tell you two to three weeks. So I think we can wipe Koyoga off. Do you think? Um, no, I've no, been there eight off yet. You know, Yasta is another big concern, Mark. You know, he's he pulled up there, Mark, when there was no one around him. You know, you know they're big players, Mark, that, that Celtic are missing. You know? But, but, do you, uh, but, but can they do, Paul? Nothing. Do you know I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, I questioned uh, players to get up to these levels. No. I mean, I just said he's no way to change anything. No, but I was looking, Mark, and I, I was critical on the, the live chat on Sunday about this new dash we bought in that puts you as a, a player of risk of injury. So... No, and Ange, the type of manager he is, Mark, did he actually look at this data with with, with Mickey Johnson? But every player, Paul, every player's going to go into that part with a risk injury. No, I mean, I, I mean, of tightness of muscles, Mark, this is what this data does. It does aye. look at leg breaks, or aye, it looks exactly. at your muscles. I mean, aye, but that's just... So, that's good management by Ange, but maybe, maybe Ange actually is using it, like, of course he's using it, but did he actually see... 
uh, Mickey Johnson was actually at risk of an injury within the game maybe, and take him off. But then, Paul, if somebody's at... Say Yota, say Yota, all of a sudden, back in training, and he's at a 78% risk injury in the cup final, and Mickey Johnson's at 82% risk you get what I mean? It's just, I don't... I'm, this is the only reason James Forrest was played. Uh, was was risked because of this 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 risk to, to Mickey Johnson. Mickey Johnson would have started back only for this. He Mickey Johnson would have started, and James Forrest would have come on. And we were just yeah. unlucky that Forrest got injured. So came off. Right yeah, that, that, that's most of us. That that happened. Four with James Forrest because. James Forbes was kind of more fresher, just coming back from injury. I said earlier on, Paul, talking about the intensity of the games we play, the high press and the training and that. If you're playing and training at that level constantly, week in, week out, it's going to take effect and affect injuries and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, sure this will predict your injuries, sir. So what if Celtic go to, uh, going to get into the derby and Kyogo's on the bench and we get beat one nothing? And Ange comes out and says, ah, did that I tell it was Kyogo could have got injured the day so we didn't play him? Sometimes you have to take a risk, man. The fans would be in an uproar at that, Paul. But I think that's the risk that Ange took with James Forrest, Mark. That's gone, that's, that's gone by... For me, Paul, it's common sense. Ange looking between the two... Yeah, if you're looking playing, between the two if, players. If you're, like, playing, you know I mean? if you're playing in a Sunday, midweek, Sunday, midweek, Sunday, there's obviously going to be more chance of you getting injured. That's mm-hmm. just common sense, and these stats, are, Mark, these stats can predict an injury. I don't see all that, but you're saying, Paul, I'm not buying into that. Nothing can predict an injury. Players no, it's, it's not predicting, it's looking at the likes of Cal McGregor last season, Mark, playing these 300 games within a season or something like that, whatever he played. Like, you know, it shows when a player needs a rest, or if he plays so many games, he'd be at risk of an injury. But I was looking at yeah, imagine, what you was saying there between James Forrest and Mickey Johnson. Imagine telling Scott, I made a call and that. Imagine telling Scott, imagine telling Scott, Bruno, Roy Keane, they weren't playing football, they weren't playing on Saturday because the data shows that they're not fit, fit enough and they could maybe get injured. You know, but that's the that, that's the modern game, though, Mark. Oh. It's all, it's all, it's all data, but this is going back to, for me, it's, it's good management by by Ange. You know what I mean? He knew that he wouldn't guess a full game of Mickey Johnson. I I agree with you on that, Paul, but I just don't... What I'm saying is I don't agree with this kind of... No. No, but maybe it's not what you're saying, but it's people that... That's the way you click on social media, and that's as if this this stuff predicts that a player's going to get injured. Or he's going to be more likely to get injured. If that's the case, Mark, you're not going to be playing week in week. That's what I'm saying. Common sense tells you, Paul, if you're playing... No, but that's what I'm saying, like... There's a good chance that you're going to get injured. But you know, it's basically like, just what all, I, all that's doing is all this. Uh, how do I put that? It's like, it's like doing the sports science stuff. They will tell you if he's running an empty. Doesn't mean he's more likely to get injured. It just means that no, to get a, like he. The whole world of sports science, Mark, is. You know, he's reading up. It's it, it, the benefit of lads' fitness. Get him up to the. That's this is what. Anto's doing like he, he he's going to come in now and get off special diets for for players and stuff like that. Get him get him fit, get him ready for Andrew's intensity of things. Like this is the benefits of having proper people in proper 
roles within the club market that we didn't have under Neil Lennon. Like they were there, but they weren't really qualified. Oh, I spoke about, about Gavin Stratton. Lennon just didn't know how to use the stuff Stratton yeah. was telling him. I, I know what you're getting at. I, I know what you, know you know what mean? mean. It's just, I just don't buy into putting that kind of reliance on. It's like it's like something uh, that's just number crunching. It's like you're sitting down, Mark, playing championship manager, like in this. I, I you know, really, I mean, I play his, you know, I play himself. I know whether he's fit enough to play a game. It might be. I might be saying that Kyogo was the type of player, Mark, if he was on one leg, Kyogo would play. A player will say, "Oh, my, my hamstrings are a wee bit tight, but I'm good for an hour today. Give me an hour, and that'll be that." Do you know what I mean? I think, Mark, realistic. Now, within football. Any player within any club is never going to be 100%. No. no. I think Max are going to get out of a player market between 85 and 90% if, if, if it's that good. You know, a player is always going to carry a risk I, of tiredness, Mark. Uh, just a, a wee of, note. Is it getting a wee note? Yeah, aye, nothing, nothing major. Yeah. But just I'll get my hips a wee bit sore when I twist that way. Can you, aye, there's always going to be these things. Uh, one player mark I did want to uh, to to discuss with you because he came up the live chat people were asking for him back but I don't think he's going to be back Mark uh, Malika said uh, that he might be going out and loan to, to to a League 2 side but why how different Mark and you how different that uh, Julian's injury Mark is a lot serious than than people think oh, there's, there's a few rumours kicking about Paul that it might be uh, 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 it might be are you threatening? And let's just hope it isn't. I mean, you don't want to hear that for any player, whether you like them, don't like them, or hate them. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to hear because any like, player. Well, 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 I was here, Mark. He's gonna. I mean, he shattered his knee, Paul, didn't he? Let's. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've shattered. I've shattered my knee, Paul. Look at his face, yeah. man. Yeah, we spoke with Terence, and when Terence was on, so that time, Mark, we heard he was back in light training. Uh, and what I've been hearing now is that he's not in light training at all, that he's not even on grass at the moment. He's still in the gym. You know, trying to strengthen the knee and, and, and things like, you know, you know, I pray to God, as you said, you don't want to see no, no. no player can, but you don't want to be carrying injured players either, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know, and it's a, it's, it is a concern for Julian mm-hmm. himself, Mark, like, to be out for this long. It is, like, it is, Mark, if a player is out for so long, and if he hasn't even got back aye, to Bodge, yes, he's training or anything. No, definitely, he's got to. First and foremost, he's got to look after his own his own health, Paul. You know, what I mean, he's yeah. been, if if he has touch and go with his career, he's got. To, I mean, he's only a young man. He's got to put yeah. his own personal health and his family and that before earning money out of football. So mm. you see, the stories and the rumours going about um, don't sound too good, but hopefully he's all right. But the thing about going is. Uh, going and loan to that League Two team, Paul. I said it was some. I vaguely remember reading something that was today with a rehabilitation centre that's close by, so that he'll not actually be on the like training or doing anything. He'll be just be registered there, so that he can stay over there and go to this kind yeah. of rehabilitation centre over in France. I, I think uh, I'd, I'll be sur- I'll, honestly, I'll be surprised if we see Julian in a Celtic top again. No, I really don't. I I, I really start to think. That- that as well. Not this season, anyway, Mark. We definitely won't. You know what I mean? The way, the way Paul, every couple of weeks I've seen, oh, he's nearly back. He'll be back in five weeks. He'll be back in six weeks. He'll be back at the end of October. And there we're nearly at Christmas and they're still not seeing him getting anywhere near. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, one player, Mark, that looks to be coming back, and I think he's only kind of a couple of weeks away, is young Dembele. And I would like to see young Dembele. I think he's a player, Mark, who, who, the way Ange plays and the way this team is playing at the moment, the faster. I think he, I think if he, when he is fit, if he does get fit, Mark, he could thrive under, under Ange, young Dembele. Um, considering the amount of injuries and the, the lack of it's a bit un- he was unlucky the other guys at the moment Mark do you know what I mean I think he you was know, unlucky to get injured in Bailey yeah and like, it was a shocking tackle oh, for Priest as well but <laughs> I think Ange, again Paul what I said I think every player it was, it was like a clean slate you know what I mean you were, and he got that did he did I think Mark he would have started the only thing is Paul his head was a bit his head's been a bit turned by offers for coming in for other places and it's out of contract this year. Especially isn't he? the way he was being treated, Mark. Uh, there was a lot of things that were no. done behind the scenes that he was dealt under Neil Lennon. He would get his chance, but you can't throw a young 16, 17-year-old into a team that's struggling. And we were, we were struggling last year. Yeah. Would young yeah. Would Dembele have made any difference or would he just have been the, the whipping boy? Would have, uh, he, he could have been the whipping boy again, Mark. Aye, yeah. the Mikey Johnson of last year, so... I'd, I'd like to see him getting his chance and I'd like to see him take it and make it a Celtic but I think he'll be away in the summer Paul to be honest uh, I think one player Mark whose career is actually sure you have with this injury he picked up is, is a Yeti you know I think he's I think he would have been away in January Mark he didn't pick up this injury anyway you know I think he could probably still get away in January you know he just and I feel sorry for Mark because he was kind of gutted himself as well when he picked up that injury in midweek, didn't he? He looked gutted himself. He was delighted to get the start, you know, and then picking up the injury. You could see the frustration in the Yeti himself as well, Mark, after picking up the injury, you know what I mean? And, you know? Probably maybe he looked on it as if he's maybe last chance of Loon Paul. Yeah, yeah, and I think... Because see, it first, I thought it was... I don't know what you would call it, maybe like a kind of a shock injury because the keeper kicked the ball against his leg. Yeah. You know, that can maybe yeah. that kind of sometimes give you a kind of. I this thought that's what it was. A kind of. Like, like like the ball, no, but that's, the, that, that's a lack of game time. I thought the ball had, had like just happened that hard that it knocked his leg a bit awkward, but it was yeah. alright, but obviously it wasn't, he, sir. No, but that's just down to what you were saying there, Mark, that we're at the. Half nearly halfway through the season now, Mark. Like, and if he yes, he can't get up to full fitness. No, you mean he's not going to make it under Ange? You get me? You know, like in pre-season, no, I, so. I thought he was a different player. That he was running the boat. Slipped, he just went back in four ways. Yeah, I remember talking about the the three players coming from the Japanese league and that, but nearly called them Chinese or Japanese. I mean. Uh, but I think, I really think we need another striker, Paul. Really, we need to get. Just yeah, some, because just some, I, I, I'm not saying a big multi-million pound signing, but just somebody that can do a, a loan, man. You know, because I, I, and Mickey was raging about him when he when he came in, and, and for Justin Mark, he did have a good season last season, but he has really hit the ground running. What I've seen of him, Mark, even against Livingston... He's not really hurt the ground at all, Paul. He's just No, really... he hasn't. You know, and I'm just wondering, Mark, is he going to turn out of a player, a player that's uh, like pukey, Mark? You mean that just 
it just didn't work out. Like Barker's Mark, it's just, I could be proven wrong, Mark. He could come back and have a great second half of the season, but the way his injuries are going now, Mark, I, I, I really start to have, and it's a lot of money, Mark, we pay for G Marker too, Mark, you know what I mean? So, you know, is it going to be turning up? Again, Paul, it's training and that, it's just kind of been a total shock to his system. Considering Could be, Mark. The, you said the games he missed, he pre-season and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but he that, didn't sir. play, like, if we look at the, if you look at but last season, but do you think about it, Paul? How unfitter he, what must you be as a professional, not even a, not even a football player, as a professional athlete to let your fitness drop? Does he kind of the lower? Yeah. Do you know? What I mean, it's not. See, really, they it's not acceptable for players. See, even if you've not got a club, Paul, you can still go and train. You can yeah, still, it's up to Lee Griffiths back. He came back after lockdown, like you know what I mean. Let yourself go. Do you know what I mean? That's it. I mean, there's nothing, there's mm-hmm. nothing stopping players. I've been through a million teams where you pull under Neil Lennon. The players need to take responsibility for their own, for their own personal, the way they're living their personal life, looking after themselves, keeping themselves just fit, even when the club, when it is, they've got a break. Mm-hmm. And Gio Marcus just seems to, I don't know, seems, I don't know if it's a training or whatever, but I, I, the jury's definitely out on him, Paul. And we'll blame Mikey for that. We'll get Mikey on yeah, it for a one night. Because JFP um, uh, just asking there, uh, what's the latest on, on, on Yasha's injury? I think it's kind of still the same. I kind of know kind of really update no, kind of came back. You know, really, you know, he's, he, he's definitely out for, de- I'm just reading it here now, uh, three to four weeks. So he's definitely going to miss uh, the Hibs game. I think we might might be lucky, Mark, if we get him for the new year. But at at, at most, Mark, he could be rushed back then. Uh, I, th- I think it's see what you're saying about James Forrest and Mikey Johnson. I think maybe Yoto will be the same come the new year game. Yeah. If he can give us forty five minutes, so he'll play and we'll take that. Start him on the bench, Mark, and kind of and, and kind of bring him on. You know, you know. Uh, that's it from the injury list, of course. Uh, so yesterday we saw Celtic fans. Uh, stay silent for the second game in a row. Uh, Grown tensions have been grown between Celtic supporters and the Celtic both or the potential appointment of Barnard Higgins to a senior security role within the club. Uh, just get your opinion from the live chat. Uh, do you agree with this silent protest within the grounds? Is it affecting the first team? Uh, Mark, what's your... There's far and against here, Mark. Everyone's far protests against this appointment but Mark is there other ways to do it uh, what's your thoughts on the sign protest Mark well I to, to be honest Paul see if that's what they want today just to say they're right or wrong really the Green Brigade mm-hmm. are not they're, they're not there to entertain people Paul no. they their money to get in there the same as every they're other they're supporters for the love of the club yeah it's up to other sections aye, if, if, I mean, players don't want to be silent fair enough we don't agree where's other 80% of the fans that are in the stadium. I keep moaning about it. They're all sitting there with their phones, videoing the Green Brigade. But do Celtic fans hold the, hold the, hold the Green Brigade, Mark, so highly no, to, they just to, to provide this atmosphere? No, they don't hold them highly regarded. Nothing. They just expect the Green Brigade to turn up and provide the atmosphere. Well, they sit there on their phones, videoing them, tweeting them, oh, look at the Green Brigade. You're not, you're mm-hmm. not supporting a club, videoing the Green Brigade, singing songs, supporting the club. You're sitting there mm-hmm. videoing a group of fans. You're not even watching the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celtic defender 
Ivanovic well, came out yesterday, Martin. Just got to go through that one then. What do you think about it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the subject. I'm just no, saying what, Ivan- no, what, what Ivanovic said. I think it is affecting the team, Mark. Um, I think there's other ways to do it. You know, I, I, well, I, I great done respect it. for the Green Brigade. They've I've they've never been the to Celtic Park, Mark, so I can't comment in the atmosphere. But they've done the tennis ball thing and everybody went off or not or that. You know, but I don't... That's, that, that's the... I've I, no issue with that, Mark. Stop a match, grand, no issue with that. But Celtic Park is known for its atmosphere. It's intimidating at its best. We, we saw it last season, Mark, when there was no fans in the stadium. Celtic crumbled. You know, the, the Celtic support is the 12th man. And, and that, that's without doubt, Mark. There's no... You, you, you players come out like Xavi, you Messi. Ah, see, that's, that's a particular push, Paul. Well, that, you know, no, that, that doesn't sit right to me. That's holes like Messi and that coming out. Oh. No, Brian, I, I'm on about the atmosphere, Mark. It, it is intimidating. Like it's, the, it's one of the best atmospheres that's out, and I can't come. I'm not saying that I know the atmosphere because I haven't been there, Mark, but when I see it, Mark, what the Green Brigade do for the club, Mark, is next to none. You know, they provide banners. They, they're loyal. What they did for the, the 67th anniversary, Mark, I'd never forget that when I saw that on TV. You know, when they lit the flyers, they had all the gold up. The, the thing they gets the party all. And they pay for all that themselves, Paul. I know that, yeah. And then the club, the club make money out of selling pictures, you know, the Green Brigade Tifos yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Is but, it? Mark, do, do, do the team not thrive in that, though? Do they thrive on the... Do I don't know. Did Stephen Welsh not come out the other day and kind of say... Was it Stephen Welsh? They came out and said about, oh, once again, kind of... Ralph's thing, maybe once again starts, we just kind of go on with it. Yeah, but if you're playing for Celtic, Paul, uh, Paul, you shouldn't need the Green Brigade or anybody to cheer you on. You get what I mean? Of course you do, Mark. Of course you need a, you need some atmosphere behind you to, to drive you on. Of course, like yeah, you've always said, yeah, it's the uh, confirmed that the players were thrown off by the silent protest during the game yesterday, and this, they discussed it in the dressing room. So if you've always just come out. Of course they're not used to having fans in there being silent, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Paul, you know? we're talking about a couple of sections being silent. Where was the rest of the fans? That's, that, that's did what they I'm saying. Suit, Mark, did they keep quiet as respect to the Green Brigade? I know there's a few chants within the game yesterday. There was a few groups start to sing, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? If, if, if one group was staying silent, then fair enough, the rest of the group should stay silent. You know, but the fans, I think, Drive off the Green Brigade. It's the Green Brigade that get the fans going. Do you get me? Paul, what happened to Celtic Park before the Green Brigade was there? There was no the, Green Brigade well, there. No, I'm going back years ago with the jungle and things mm-hmm. like that. And the full stadium sang songs. Is there mm-hmm. just too many people at Celtic Park that just sit there and they're not support. They're sitting watching a game of football, but they're, they're not actually vocally supporting the team. They're waiting on the Green Brigade supporting the team while they sit and wait on Celtic entertaining them on the park and, and the Green Brigade entertaining them off the park. Start singing yourself. Mm-hmm. I, don't mean song, I don't mean stand there and sing yourself like an idiot, but start songs yourself. I've done that. I've done that a million times. But, but it shouldn't have come down to the Green Brigade to provide support, vocal support for the Celtic team. Mm-hmm. Right. 
No, I, I think no, I, 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 I'm the opposite. I knew we we're going to disagree on this. I think that it should be done outside the grounds, Mark, not on match day inside the grounds. I think it should be. I think there's other ways to do it. Well, the problem you is know? other ways to do it, but they've agreed on that to do it. And see the mm-hmm. thing about it, people are talking about it. So it's worked. Maybe people that were saying, ah, oh, they put us in the think but the better than the rest of us fans and that, but. These, these are guys that were getting their door kicked in at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, these go. are guys that, I, that mams, their mums' hussies were getting searched because of what I mean, Paul. Because they've got to look at their point. They're classified as tubs. Well. I agree with the, the principles, I think, but has it worked, Mark? Has, has it worked? Well, everybody's talking will, about will, that. Will the board, yeah, everyone's talking about Mark, but the question is. I mean, is, they've done and, the tennis ball thing, Paul. And, and that got, and high, that got at, hijacked because at, of the poppy stuff, right? Which maybe wasn't the best of timing, but the, the tennis ball thing, clubs have done, other clubs have done it's a kind of recognised form of protest. They've done that and they get sneered at because it interfered with the poppy loving. They've done the sit-in thing and we're all getting slagged off for doing that. They've done the silent thing and they're all getting slagged off for doing So what other, what do you, what does people want them to do? These guys have got to... They've, they've, they've got a collection of... You need to stop this uh, appointment, Mark, you know what I mean? But the, the, the point I'm getting at is that the, the, the Celtic board is so disconnected from the Celtic fans. Is it going to make a difference? Oh, you know? well, that's a killer question, Paul, really. I you know, because at the moment, Mark... JFP, they own nobody has sing song. Fair dues, JFP. But all the club need to do is talk to the Green Brigade, the boys in the board's court, and that's what it is. Yeah, that's it, Mark. At the moment... The attitude from the Celtic board is, it seems to be ignorance and it might go away. You know, but th- this isn't going to go away, Mark. Like, as you said there, Mark, and, and I, I agree totally with you on that. Like, these are fellas who had their doors kicked in, whose mothers who were harassed by, by this, this man. You know, and, and for the board to even consider, like, talking to this man is, is, is disrespectful, Mark. And see what, you know? I read something the other day, Paul, it kind of caught my eye. Uh, and the story was that it was, uh, current head of security, Ronnie Hawthorne, he's retiring. And this mm-hmm. Bernard Tiggins is taking another role. But there's no, I've seen this thing and there's no Bernard Tiggins is retiring and this guy's getting a role. And it's tied into some weird company at Dermot Desmond's involved with that, that runs face recognition software. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds a bit tinfoil hat stuff. I'll try and find the article, Paul, because it was a bit weird because of Bernard Tiggins bringing in that the media defensive behaviour at football acting that. Teach that, 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 that there's kind of linked to that. Uh, Dermot Desmond's involved in a company that is working on some kind of facial recognition software. Jesus. But it's illegal. Uh, it's been proven that it doesn't work well, but he's looking at Somebody, they're looking at rolling out in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Somebody's like, saying this could be a business arrangement between Dermot Desmond and Bernard Higgins yeah, either or not. Yeah. As I say, I know that's a bit weird, not Paul. I know, yeah, but, but look, let's look at it so, Mark, right? That, you know, I pray to God that they don't, that if Celtic did, I did, did, did appoint Bernard Higgins, right? And we know, I, I think I know, Mark, and I think you might feel the same way that the the Celtic board 
do not respect the Celtic Trust or the Green Brigade. You know, they don't respect them, they don't trust them, and maybe, Mark, they don't like them. So do you think that this could be a move by the club to maybe force the Green Brigade out of Celtic Park altogether? No. Is, is, is that a that they could be looking at? No, I don't think so, Paul. For a, for a simple reason, people moaning about silent protest. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've said it there, the, the full stadium relies on the Green Brigade to provide the atmosphere. I think they do, Mark, they do, yeah. I mean, they've they 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 shut the section down a couple of times and that's a... Yeah, no, I, it's not the same. They'll never, don't, I yeah. don't, the board... The board said they need the Green Brigade. Aye, aye, but they don't you want, I mean? but they don't want to be, what's the word, like, seen as, like, is it cow towing to them kind of? Yeah, but they don't mind. Yeah. The Celtic board know that the Green Brigade are an integral and an important part of the match they experience at Celtic Park. Whether they like mm-hmm. them or not, they probably don't care, but they know that they need them. Or is this going to be like a library? They make Celtic Park. Aye. They make, they, they make, that's like they're going on about. I mean, Celtic it, Park as a fortress, Mark, intimidating for, for things. And that, it, I, I'm not saying, Mark, I disagree with it. I'm just saying that that intimidation is gone. And you saw it yesterday, Mark, the intimidation was gone when the Celtic team needed to be like up the ante or, or up the tempo or, or all done. It wasn't there yesterday, you get me? I, I know what you mean, like, Paul. I don't uh, honestly know what you mean, but, but why should it, you know, why, why is that the responsibility of the Green Brigade when there's 60,000 fans really, there? Like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. I, but are the other fans not set? Uh, are the other fans like falling suits of the Green Brigade that that they're, they're supporting yeah. their protest, Mark? No, the other know? fans are just doing what they normally do, Paul, just sitting there. You know, that's the thing. Isn't it? People like... are calling out now, Mark, saying that it's time for Nicholson or Banker to come out uh, and make a step. But that's no good. We, that's that not going to happen, uh, Mark. We haven't heard Nicholson one. I know we can't even. I know we can't even get any. You don't even know a plan for the uh, future. We can't even get him out and tell whether he's going to be the full-time CEO or no, Paul. So I can't no. see him putting their, their head above the parapet. But what's going to happen, Mark, in future, sorry, is this going to be... Next week's going to be the cup final. It's going to be home games, right? That's what they said. It's protest uh, the whole so. final. I'd like to respect the cup final. Uh, thank yeah. you, Green But what's going to happen on the 2nd of January if there's no comment? Is there going to be a silent protest? And if there's a silent protest in the Rangers gang, Mark, I think we're playing into the hands of no. Rangers, are we? Is that, sir, doing things like that, Paul, I think it'd be, well, I'd like to think it'd be wise enough to kind of pick and choose. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? Because if the Green Brigade's no singing, where's the rest of them? No. That's what I'm saying, Mark. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole stadium was dead yesterday. Like the stadium was practically full. Do you know what I mean? And you know, as, as you said, like it's not up to the Green Brigade to provide. Like your Celtic fans, you know the songs, sing the songs. You know I mean, what I mean? Pe- pe- Paul, people, I, I was hoping well she was coming on for this tonight, Paul. But it must still be obviously working late. I mean, people kind of overestimate the amount of people that are actually in the Green Brigade. Mhm. It's a section, Mark. It's a section. It's just a wee group of guys. It's nothing. I mean, there's no, there's no thousands in the Green Brigade. Mm. And they're like, and the Celtic and the support. I'm starting to rabble on everything. It kind of annoys me, Paul, because I can remember when the full stadium, no section started anything. 
A wee song. Yes, Mark, a wee song started. A wee song started, and it just carried and carried, and before you knew it, the full stadium was singing. There was no, yeah. there was no like ringleaders, nobody to lead the crowd and stuff like that, sir. No, do you think Andrew comes yesterday, Mark? My trigger the board uh, to come out and talk to him. He said that he hopes the board and the fans can solve this issue for the sake of ninety minutes of football. You know. Well, no, I don't think so. I think, well, I think, no, I agree with Angie, and what said, but I, just, I still don't think the board will do anything to, like, mitigate or nullify what's going on. I mean, to be honest, they've got to be looking at a point in this, Higgins, because they could have nipped this in the bud months out. Do you get what I mean? So there must be some... I, I, I think that's the point that the Green Brigade are pointing out, like, come out and tell us. You know, I, you know, I, how this fella, you know what I mean? Because... Mark, I think everyone's thinking, what next? Do you get me? If they do appoint the Mark, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? You know, you have a father who's going to be the head of security, or is he going to be stopping people getting into the ground, Mark, that he classifies as a tug? Do you get me? That's that, that's why I think people are afraid of Mark, is this? That will he stop people getting in if he classifies them as a tug? Is he, because he obviously knows who he classifies as Tugbill in the Celtic support, Mark, will he stop them getting into the ground? You know, will he classify them as a tug of football, a football hooligan, as they say? You know? Even if he does, Paul, after me, he's got to have evidence to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's you know, not, you can't just have it all. I mean, there was guys... There was guys getting... That's what's going to happen. That, that's what I think was going to happen, Mark. There was guys at their work, Paul. They're still there doing their shift at work. The next thing is police, yeah. the police are there. Because they're yeah. caught on video singing a rebel song. Mm. I, mean, I saw Mark. I saw on Twitter. I saw. I saw. Uh, I, there was a girl. She was. Well, she's twenty two. She's twenty two now. She said she's gone back about five years when she was about seventeen, and she said, "Please just came in and dragged her dad out of the, out of the house and arrested it. Just dragged him out of the house. No questions asked. Just dragged him out of the house." You know, and for a young child uh, to see that, like, be- just because of the football club that you follow, you're classified as a tug. You know, and it doesn't matter if it's said the club, it could be hard to be Aberdeen. But see, you know? I, but see the thing about it, Paul, they're not actually doing anything wrong. No. It's not just after that, they're not they're fighting in the ground, they're not invading the pitch, they're not, do you get what I mean? It's just petty, stupid things people were getting arrested for. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's because like Paul, the club, yeah. it's like the police come to your door or whatever if you've been speeding. Ah, they're caught, caught speeding, they caught you on a speed cam, they're, they're, they're fine. These guys were kicking your door in at four or six o'clock in the morning and they arrest you because you were caught on camera singing a song at the football yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A pure overreaction. The, your neighbours are all watching all these there's four police cars and a riot van outside so your house. shaming you, Mark. Aye, like aye. Shaming you. Arresting you out your work and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. And I don't think, Mark, it's going to end soon anyway. The, 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 this protest, if this doesn't work, I, I know the Green Brigade said they have all the protests that they, they will do and, and stuff I mean, like that. But well, I'm not saying they're right or wrong. All I'm saying is I'm saying... No, that's what I'm saying. They're not right and wrong. They're trying to work uh, and do. Like, you know what I mean? Just I'm like just every looking at... Today, you see like the idea that was throwing bottles at Barry McKay the other week. He'll pay, yeah. he'll pay the consequences for that. You know, you know I'm just saying, Mark, that... If you're a... Just, aye. 
that's the thing. It's not of, the same watch as no, I know, I know that. And, you know what I mean? And maybe that's one of the things that's going to draw attention to it, Paul. Because um, you know, get, both there, both I think next mark is going to be... I think next they'll hit the pockets of the board. You know, merchandise or, or something like that, they'll do they'll do something to hit the pockets of the board, I think. You know? And do you think that'll you know? make... Really, Paul, do you think that'll make a difference? See, I kind of struggle, right? As I said... Guys. Like, I think, Mark, they don't give a shit, Mark. Lawrence Banker and Nicholson or them are getting their wage at the end of the month. They don't care what the Celtic fans think. That's uh, my opinion. No, I mean, you can get back to I mean, the Lunatic Rangers fans that were going into Sports Direct and back, getting up to the till with hunters of stuff and then no pain for it and just walking out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been the like Celtic fans to start doing that in the Celtic no. shop for a start. No. But I mean, as no, I say, I... Paul, these guys, if that's the way they want to go, well, fair dues. You can, but they're, they're paying their money the same as every other fan in there. Once, 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 my, my thing is, uh, and I say it, and, 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 once it's peaceful, Mark, and they're not giving the Celtic board to say, well, this is why we're appointing Boris Higgins, because it's it turned to violence. Do you get me? You know, no, not like to give the Celtic board a reason, Mark. The stuff is Celtic Parker, Neil Lennon. Last the, season, uh, Mark, uh, yeah. That's what I'm afraid of, Mark, that it'll get to that level. That that's, well, they'll have to put up barriers again and stuff like that. Do you get me? Well, I you mean, know? But we're, about, we're really talking, Pierre Paul, about a large majority of Celtic fans that have went against the Green Brigade, or the tennis ball thing, or the sat mm-hmm. in. So I knew it's heard a silent protest, and then it was heard the stuff that last year with Lenin. So, but nobody's coming out and saying, well, if you do that, we'll back you. I mean, I told yeah. people, I, I emailed the Celtic Trust and said that us as we're we daft podcast and we daft forum, we backed them in their, you get what I mean, their stances mm-hmm. on this subject. It was, uh, I think it was Jeanette Finley I emailed about it. But anyway, mm-hmm. so as, us as a collective, I've put in the weird backings in. Mm-hmm. Shall we hold first hand from Jeanette Finley, Mac, about the abuse? Uh, we we should try and get Jeanette back on because the yeah. sound was a bit weird on that one. But we'll maybe try yeah. and get Jeanette back on, Paul. Yeah, tell us turn off or. You've got to think because of that many Celtic fans with that many different opinions, we do look to people at Celtic Trust, people at the Green Brigade to kind of group, like stand up for the fans. You get what I mean? But nobody can, right, everybody can say, oh, the Green Brigade should, shouldn't be doing that, they shouldn't be doing that. Should, nobody's saying what they should be doing. So what mm-hmm. kind of protest, well, what kind of protest well, Mark, I tell you, should they that people it, will get, get behind? If this was over in Poland or Italy or Germany, and if you saw the brigades on, on, in these countries, and if their club was making a point like this, I can tell you it, it would not be peaceful. Get a buyer, you know, KGM Paul. Yeah, yeah. You know, uproar, Mark. I mean, it's like that's that's the level that if the board don't come out, that's the level it's going to get to, Mark. It'll get nasty. You know, that's that's what it is. But as I said, Paul, yeah. everybody's saying what they shouldn't be doing, but no, nobody's coming up with any kind of ideas of what they what they should do. No, it's like it's, it's 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 true. What it's it's what JP said there, Mark. Like. The Celtic support have have made their, their stance and dislike. They don't want them in the club. It's in the board's hands now, Mark. You know, they have to come out and make a statement. You know, it's it's down to the board and the way this Celtic board at the moment, Mark, it's, it, I I can't see him come out and say something, Mark. Do you know what I mean? We haven't even heard Nicholson to say he's the new CEO. You know? No, it's just, I, you know? Paul, just another 
another tick on the checklist of things the board just don't yeah. entertain. Yeah. The disconnect between the bo- the board and the fans is for me it's as bad as it was between like going back to the Kelly times and that Paul it really is mm-hmm. there's no like com- communication whatsoever everything's a big secret that's why I did want to say I'm falling against this thing like because I've not been there Mac, and I, I haven't seen this abuse and I haven't witnessed this abuse myself Do you mean? and it's unfair for me to say the Green Brigade are right the Green Brigade are wrong no, all, you're, no, all you're saying Paul is you yeah. can see that it's affecting the atmosphere yeah, affecting yeah. the team. But I, yeah. I, know, I know what you're saying, but all I'm, you know I'm just saying is, they pay their money, they're allowed to really do what exactly. they're allowed to do what they want, but they're allowed to choose whether they want to sing or whether they don't. There's well, plenty of market, at the moment, uh, the Celtic board are getting off lightly with these protests because I know for a fact if it was poor in market, it'd be, they'd, they'd be windows put in. You know what I mean? Just, uh, the board members themselves be attacked, man. I just ignore you know that. that. Uh, uh, moving on, uh, Celtic travel to the global energy to, to face Ross County uh, with injuries looming. Uh, Ange needs to rethink his start lineup again. Uh, so I kind of, it's kind of a first thing, Mark. We kind of did it really. I kind of did up a. Uh, Kind of predict the start the eleven for for team just considering no injury. So I go I go Hart, Valison, Vickers, Starfight, Taylor. I'm actually going to put Ivanovic on the right ring, Beat on, Scales on Montgomery on the left ring, Callum McGregor, Roderick, and I, I go Abadak up front. And the reason I put Abadak up there, Mark, because last season he played in Israel in the centre forward one as, as cover because is it is it back ahead Mackie played oh, I, know, I, know, I, I know who you're talking about that kind of star man yeah he got injured and he had to he had to fill in there for seven matches and he scored five goals in seven matches as the the false number nine and I think he I think he I know Tobin did well yesterday Mac and I don't think Johnson, Mickey Johnson would be risk maybe Wednesday Mark I think coming off as a precaution I think he might be rested I, I nearly go for scales Mark as a left because he played that role with Sean McRobbers. We saw how how quick he was getting up the pitch as well, Mark. I I, I nearly put scales in left ring next against uh, Ross County. You know, the old physical right. team too bad. Scales would probably be a height there as well. You know? Uh, Ross County is one of the kind of games Paul that I say we should be Trying a couple of young, uh, trying yeah. a couple of youngsters and that, and just to give them some game I'd have, time. I'd have no fear even. Playing well, that even Welsh, Welsh, yeah, even dropping one of the centre backs and playing Welsh in there, that kind of thing, sir. So. Yeah, 
I wouldn't really like to... Just get a fiddle bit of smack to his own back from injury. Uh, I wouldn't like to... I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't like to try and predict the team just because of injuries and just picking up be stupid knocks in that during games. I think Ange might... I think he might surprise us against Ross County. Because looking back, right? Looking at the game against Willie Batiste, your Heedy and Shaw did put a foot uh, long in that no. game. I thought that you were a Heedy or whatever it is. I thought he had a great game against him. Yeah, Shaw took uh, out his legs. I mean, at that, that level, Paul, really. Yeah. I mean, that, was that yeah. his first kind of competitive game for his win? Yeah, I mean, that was his first, and that was Shaw's first competitive game, eh? You mean, so. But, and Ann said himself, this is players, I was getting a, a chance to players that are going to help us as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's and funny. like, yeah, you see, well, don't you know. mark that, how, how, how trimmed I like the squad no Mark if you take take out the injuries now, right? And look at the squad. He's really don't his bare bones. Uh, you know? And this is a chance, Mark, that you can't risk another injury for the final. I'd nearly put Shaw in there, Yorahidi in there, Radisson's only back from injuries. I'd rest Radisson as well. I'd play Yovanovich right ring and put Yorahidi there. Put Shaw in for beat on maybe and put scales out the left ring. Put McCann for beat on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that just kind of, just kind of, you're saying sure, but, I mean, McCarthy's a lot more experienced. He still was like, oh, so why don't you try McCarthy in there? You know, you know, I think, you know, he needs to use the squad, Matt, considering the cup final's only a couple of days away, I think he needs to use the squad and, and maybe not take a risk Wednesday, you know? Like, with the players we have, Matt, no, right? And the injuries we have, like, we've no striker. Are we still capable of beating Lost County? No, 100%, Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally confident we'll beat Lost County. Neymar, if we can go toe to toe with Bill Batiste, Mark, with a second string team, uh, Neymar, we should be very capable of beating uh, Lost County. Putting in some fringe players and some young players of that, Paul, but we should have enough in our squad to beat Lost County. And I think that's giving me confidence, Mark, in watching the lads against Will Batiste, like watching those players who stepped into it, like you said there, Mark. Yo, he, he was, that was his first competitive game for us. You know, he's well capable of coming in there, Mac, playing against Ross County. That's sort of about know? levels, Paul. Yeah. That's what I've said before about, I've said before how players, they're good enough to play for the SPFL level, but obviously when you take a step up, maybe like the Derby game, Aberdeen, they can, they, they're Tough games, we always get tough games at places like Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about games against against St. Johnson's, Ross County, St. Mern. Your young players and squad players should be good enough to step up and play in the games without a doubt. That's what you said, Mark. When we were were doing the pod, we were talking about this pathway for players. You know, that we did no pathway. Like, this is an ideal situation to to use that pathway. No, because of the the amount of injuries we had to, to bring in these players, get them into the game and and especially see what they do. Because like, I think, Mark, like without a striker, if we could have beaten Motherwell five six nil on a good day if we took our chances. It was just we didn't take our chances. You know, and people are saying it was just keeper made good saves. It's not about good saves, Mark. We should have put them away. And that's the end that's the end of. You know what I mean? You want about Edward last season, Mark's 
Yeah, they seem to be saying like... I've seen that too. In training, like, like, training like, like a, a different level, Mark. That's what they're saying. Like, like training on the Ange is a different level. We're learning. Do you know what I mean? We're learning a training. Aye, so aye, they're, learning, they're learning how to play yeah. the game. They're, le- they're getting fitter. They're, they're learning about even the, like the sports science stuff or the nutrition stuff. They're le- they're, it's got to be a good experience. It's just a pity players, that... You know, it's it's just a pity that... Barkas hasn't learned how to use his fucking gloves yet. Uh, yeah. I don't think he'll be there to come. No, he's gone, Mark. Especially now that um, the young lad uh, Toby has been in around the, the European squad as well. I think that's just making up the numbers as well. Is, I mean, yeah, really, but while Barkas up there, that's what I'm saying, Mark. While he's Barkas up there, you know, I tell you, Mark, watch this young lad. I, and I'm going to say it now on the podcast. Watch him. I can guarantee you this fella's going to get games. And he's going to surprise us all, you know. I tell you, about, I I've read I've read about Man City. I'm looking at him, Mark. Who? As uh, uh, Toby, the young goalkeeper, Alawebi. Man City. I'm looking at him as because um, they raised Spurs. He was with Spurs. And oh, right, I know who you mean. Right, I know who you mean. No. Yeah, and and Spurs didn't want him to go. Spurs were off him a, a big deal and didn't want him to go. Uh, there was a few league one clubs wanting to be their number one keeper. Now I decided to come to Celtic. So I, I'd watch this fella. You know? Is he going to get a chance, but Paul? Because young keeper, I'm talking about with the well, fans. Well, at the moment, I'm that I, as well. I, Look at, at David Marshall. I read about him. He's, he, at the moment, he's learning. Ange has been so impressed with him, right? Because of his. He's a, he's a goalkeeper, Mark, that would thrive on Ange because of his skills, his football skills, right? So at the moment, Angelo has been working with Stevie Woods and Joe Hart to learn off Joe Hart and Stevie Woods. So he's actually working with them. And that's the benefit of having Joe Hart in the squad, Mark, that a young keeper can learn off him and not learn off Bain or Barkers. Do you get me? Uh, It's a benefit. It's a benefit, basically, Mark, of having Joe Hart in the squad, like, that a young keeper can learn. And plus, you you have the young lad uh, Dugan alone at Tramere who's playing regular football to come back except they have good goalkeepers back within our youth system and we should be utilising it do you know what I mean but Paul yeah. for me honestly I think that we need to be like a kind of extraordinary talent Paul to become Celtic's number one at a young age I tell you and I say it now watch this space Mark right and if we win if he gets number one you are me a tenner when <laughs> <laughs> well, does it look at David Marshall? Yeah, well, yeah. And we went really. Was it was it was it Marshall left back because he wouldn't compete with Barks at that time? What this? Strachan went down and signed uh, Arthur Barks, and Marshall wouldn't come. Marshall said, "I mean, we're, we're, but that's a lack of ambition then by David Marshall. They want to." We're going up at the amount, uh, like the way the fans in that, like. Like young young players like Mikey Johnson over the years, other players, but a goalkeeper, imagine the grief a young goalkeeper would get for any kind of mistake he made. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's a big, yeah. big weight on your shoulders as a young Mark, man to be Celtic number one goalkeeper. JP said, um, we have the smallest Celtic team and the biggest last of dig I've ever seen. But that's why I'm saying, Mark, that we need players like 
a player like Yorahidi and scales in there, man, to make us this more physical. Do you know what I mean? Yorahidi scales you know? McCarthy. I fully think McCarthy yeah. puts some dig into your midfield, Paul. Like, this is only... We're not even five months into Andrew's era, Mark. Uh, uh, and look at the excitement that's coming from, from even us, Mark, here on the podcast, to last season, Mark. Doom and gloom last season we were on this podcast. We were finding... We were trying to... Even scroll the internet mark to entertain ourselves because of Celtic being so bad. Even get back to when we were all sitting waiting and Eddie Howe coming in, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Now that should, that yeah. should trigger JFP. JFP was a big Eddie Howe fan. <laughs> Eddie Howe will come there. Got manager of a richest club playing in championship football next season. That's when he will. Right, JFP you know? was gutted that Eddie Howe didn't get a Celtic job. <laughs> uh, moving on. Because the big news today is that Celtic will play Bordeaux Glimish in the, the Conference League. Celtic will be at home for the first leg on the 17th of February, and the return leg will be away in Norway on the 24th. The Nor- Norwegian League is a summer league, and Bad Bordeaux will not have their next league game until the 12th of March 2022. So that's two months without a competitive game before Celtic face the Norwegian Giants. Also, Bordeaux might have to sell some key key players to finance the club during the winter months due to COVID. Mark, I think this is a draw that we could have asked for. Uh, and we should be kind of excited about this draw that, that we could progress. But going by past experience, Mark, we don't, can't under, underestimate them because they beat more to the Norwegian League yesterday by three points. So they actually are... Norwegian champions this season, but it's a, it's a draw mark we should be expected to win, shouldn't this? I think so, Paul. I think, I, I think we'll score a good few goals against them at Celtic Park, and that'll be enough mm-hmm. to take over there. I mean, they've got a plastic pitch as well, isn't it? I've read that. Plastic pitch, uh, that's a Scandinavian pitch, plastic pitch. The draw maybe be a wee bit of kind of slippery skin but I think we'll get enough for the two legs to see. I really the, the first game is at home I've actually seen this team Paul I've actually got a couple of players kind of noted down as like potential targets for us yeah them, be... that Patrick Berg there's another yeah, one as well but we were, were we linked to him before weren't we? I, we've been linked to him for a while Paul right and, yeah I, next week that, that Mickey was uh, raving about there's another you know? one uh, is it Bjorken you call him? But I think he's he's going to Germany in January. They have to sell players, Mark, because um, of COVID. That they they were saying that they they won't they they won't they, they might be able to pay the players over the winter months, so they have oh, to did, sell players. Oh, didn't they see that? Well, yeah, they well, have to sell players in, in January, Mark, because of the winter months, Mark. This good. football it's good for us, but it's not very nice. No, oh, it's not a nice thing to happen, but it's a good, that's another plus for us. But I, I don't really, I'm 100% confident Paul will get by them. Mm-hmm. Just just go to your toss, Mark. We, we play here in Ireland though, as well. I'm not a big fan of it, and I prefer to go back to, to a normal football schedule. Also, toss in the summer league. No. Starting start in March and finish then kind of. January, February. No, you're off then for the. No, for me, Paul. I hate it, Mark. It kinda. 
see if you see Scottish football done that, Paul. I think it kind of makes Scottish football a bit worse. Amateur. Aye, you're going to do it. No offence to all these teams that play summer football. And I know, excuse me, I know, I know a lot of them don't like their weather situation, but it is, do you get what I mean? All the so-called big leagues, it's all their kind of yeah. calendar that I want Scottish football to stick to that. Because we, we, I remember growing up, and you go to the Cork City matches uh, on a Sunday morning. You go to mass with your dad, and then you went off to the Cork City match for two o'clock mark, or it might be a three o'clock kickoff on a Sunday afternoon. And the stadium was full back because it was a Sunday afternoon. The stadium used to be full, you know. I know a Friday night mark. Every game knows on a Friday night. It's just, it's not the same match. You know what I mean, it's just no. not. It's not the same like, when the league finishes in January or or February. I, you know, and and it it, I mean, it, 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 it away from the League of Ireland, you know. It would maybe help with a TV deal, Paul, because there wouldn't be any. I mean, we've got a TV deal with Sky, so maybe if there was like when there's no English football on or that, it would be a kind of wee niche for Scottish football to fill. But no, I wouldn't like to see Scotland get down that kind of road. No, it is, Mark. It does. It, it does take the whole. See, really, Paul, the weather isn't that bad in Scotland. Same here. Right, See, when I was younger, we'd went. I can remember one one year. I was about thirteen or fourteen, and it was about one o'clock in the afternoon. We get sent home from school, and the snow was up to our knees. But we just get sent. We'd to walk home in that. I didn't get home about back at five. And see, now the slightest bit of snow, Paul, and all you've got on Facebook is, oh, is the schools open? How am yeah. I going to get to work? Is the, is the game yeah. on the night? Because there's one wee yeah. flutter on the snow or a bit of ice. Yeah, it's, like, it's like no, the it's like no, the whole the whole world stops when there's a bit uh, of snow. Uh, like uh, it, you look, you look at countries like Canada. Do you know what ca- there's snow in Canada and places like that? Yeah, and there's a lot of that as well. Just sort of how am I going to get to Glasgow the day that the trains are off and all this kind of pattern? That's just yeah, yeah. It's just the way. The modern world is, Mac, at the moment, didn't they? They're just, what do they call them? Snowflakes or something like that, do you know what I mean? I call them poles. Mo- call them what? Poles. Just wee poles. Me? Uh, wee moaning face gets that just moan about anything. Well, thanks very much. <laughs> 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 oh, no, there's another Paul bone. <laughs> uh, JFP says there... Eddie White, Tory Blue, Rinse Brigade, Feck, a bomb of bullets, <laughs> well dodged. We left out the curse words there as well, so. JFB, is he got a better thing about these old women with blue hairs in that as well, haven't he? Well, Mark, we did, Mark, didn't we? <laughs> we really did dodge the bullet with, with Eddie Hall, I think, didn't I we? Think, uh, yeah. I think so. As I said, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but we'd all be delighted at the time apart from JFB if Eddie Hall got appointed, but. Uh, looking back, I'm quite glad that he didn't. He? And I still, yeah, I still can't understand Paul why you get the Newcastle job. I just, oh, uh, do you think Mark? He, do you think maybe he's there just to keep them up? And then get the season, they'll actually sack him. Because at the moment, Mark, they're going down. It'll be a mega money contract, Paul. So well, don't get yeah. got mega money, but. Maybe that is it. Look, seeing this what, four-year contract for so many millions a year, and if you keep us up, we'll pay it and get rid of you or whatever. Yeah, you know, because... I mean, it's, see, for the kind of thing you think 
If you're getting that kind of money put into you, Paul, you're looking like a... Establish, establish yourself like a kind of glamour club, ain't you? No matter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you're situated in the country or whatever, if you get that kind of money, you can pay people to come and work for you, kind of idea. I mm. don't see how Eddie Howe's going to take Newcastle up any higher than... No, at the bottom, Mark, watching Newcastle, like Newcastle going dumb, unless they get some serious players in, and if they're going to be, if they're going to be in the transfer market in January, Mark, they're going to be buying average players and paying over aye, the odds because clubs aye, know they have money. Aye, aye they'll be playing, you know? paying stupid money for players to just, just say, Paul, yeah. just to survive in that league. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You'll have that fellow, what's his name, that, that travelled around every single club, uh, Clonker, is this? They'll be signing him for about fucking 10 million. <laughs> you know? Jesus Christ. Guys, they'll be coming back out of the I said. It probably wouldn't be a disaster for them to go down, Paul. Because they could probably, even the way they've got their parachute payments and stuff, they could probably balance the books to. Mm-hmm. See, look, what we're doing, they now put a bit of structure in place. So mm. maybe it will be a disaster, actually, for them to go down. Because then they could build the actual club back to what they want before they get back up. Because it would only take them a season, probably, because they've made money than anybody else. Jeez, but he really destroyed that club, though, didn't he, Mike Ashley, didn't he? He really did, uh, like. I don't know, right, Ibrox, but... Ah, we're, we're happy. <laughs> well, he's business there, like, you know? He, you know? Well, what is the story there, actually, Mark? Is he still... They still can't get rid of him, or is he still attached there? Just court case. Because I'm thinking, still... now, does he... Does he own Castro as well? Because Newcastle had Castro. Ah, that's story. Ah, there's some... Uh, I don't honestly, Paul. I kind of gave up on trying to follow it. I read a couple of yeah. logs to keep up on it, and there's still court cases between Mike Ashley and Sports Direct against Rangers about all this. See that the shop in Glasgow isn't it actually a Rangers shop. It's actually Mike Ashley. It's, it's just weird, mad. Mm. It's just guys. It's, 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 no, as Paul, guys that like to make money arguing about who's making the money. They've got no love Jeez. for any. See, really, they've got no love for the clubs that they're involved in. No, it's just all no, no. Making money. More money and what money they can do. But that was always Mike Ashley's attitude back, wasn't it? Aye, you know, aye, what can he make out of it? Like, you know what I mean? See, see yeah. to be honest, Paul, Chief Rangers had kept it. Um, money wise, anyway, Chief of what Mike Ashley could have put into Rangers, it wouldn't have been a lot of money to him. No. It would have been no. a lot of money to Rangers. As I say, exactly. I, I don't know the ins and outs yet, but see, financially, I think it would maybe have been better just stick with Mike Ashley. I think it would maybe, have been, man, maybe. because you would have kept him stable. Because, you know, just it would be well. this death, I said, the Arnold, Mark, I said. You know, I'm moaning, yeah. right, I'm moaning about uh, the Newcastle fans, about like Sports Direct stuff all around their stadium and that, but Mike Ashley doing that at Highbrook, so it would have been like other kind of PSG and Man City deals. To, yeah, to meet, the, yeah. to meet the, the financial fair play regulations, they'd have been all right. I'll see all this instead of converting share, the loans into shares in that. Mike Ashley could have... That's eventually, Mark, going to come back uh, and Because you're just diluting what your shares are worth. Yeah. Mike Ashley could have probably done with Man City Day and PSG Day and that and covered that with sponsorship deals. Fair dues, it's supposed yeah. direct, but you're still... Do you get what I mean? You're not actually affecting the value of the club as such in that. But eventually, Mark... These shareholders are going to want to return. These are businessmen, and they're eventually going to want to return in their shares. You know no, what I mean? So, no, you know? they know they're not getting a return on them. Jesus Christ! 
stupid businessmen, so I won't like to be working for them. It's just, a, it's just a plain, they're kind of playing with their like, pocket money, Paul, just to keep Rangers afloat. Yeah, just to keep Rangers afloat, you know, supporting the Huns. Huh? <laughs> you had to go. I did, right? I did, I did. Barn me from the live chat the other day, you fecker. Aye. Yeah. yeah, that was nearly yeah. a yellow card, that one. <laughs> I got in a bad mood off the referee, I just snapped. <laughs> just snapped. And there was me, like, banning people down for less. I know. I thought, I thought, what the fuck she you doing here? I thought, he thinks you were sitting on the Discord. And oh, my God. Don't you start as well, Paul, because we didn't mention the food banker earlier, did we? You did, yeah. Oh, we so, did, you jumped on to talk about the game. Mark, the microphone is yours, my friend. Oh, just to proceed the Discord as well. We've got a wee Discord and we've got a forum. And anybody Celtic fans, you're welcome to come on to the Discord. The link and everything's in the description box below. You're welcome on the forum, whatever. Just pass, this, pass it about and let all the, your pals and that know. To come on, have a laugh and a joke on the podcast, on the forum, on the Discord, even Twitter, although we don't really get that. We just were ch- So I did mention it because we had no guests, and I mentioned the guests to the banter page then, so that's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> oh, that you reminded me, so. So that's your new player ratings, and you missed out the food bank. Done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd batter in, on you go. Uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks to uh, you lads joining us on the live chat tonight, JFP, the Jam of Jobbies, joining us tonight. Uh, what do we have? We had Terence, who's actually walking late tonight, Mark, and he's actually listening to us at work. Thanks very much, Terence. Uh, Mark, we know, close the show. And hey, just thanks very much, Paul, for everything you did. Get the podcast keeping it going on that pal you know it's really appreciate it everybody that joined the live chat that's really appreciate it as well remember hit the like button hit the subscribe button and please if you know how please leave a comment because it really helps us get up the youtube analytics in that hail hail god bless Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.